Welcome, everybody, to episode 37 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Today we're going to be talking about Pokemans, or Pokemon, <laughs> as the kids like to call it. Shin Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, this was actually Will's suggestion. He wanted to talk about Pokemon, so... And yeah. Co- Corey wanted to talk about something we could reminisce about this week, so... That's what we're going to talk about. It's like the perfect storm. Yeah. yeah agreed. <laughs> I had no input other than making the final decision on which episode, what we were going to do, so... I don't think I ever green-lighted Pokemon, if that's what you're saying. No, you didn't. Will did. <laughs> oh, I had, I just suggested sometime. Yeah. No, it's a good good show topic. Yeah, because well, you can't go wrong with Pokemon. This episode will probably be huge in Japan. <laughs> 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 we can only hope, anyway. Yeah. All right, uh, before we get started, nibble bits. Uh, Eric, why don't you go ahead? I've got quite a few. I apologize. No problem. Um, Sorry, guys. My... As long as as long as you don't take mine. If, might. You, if you hear my phone going off, if you hear a phone going off, it's mine. I, it doesn't go into silent mm. mode for whatever reason. That's fine. Sorry. I'm going to throw it out the window, Corey, if I hear it. <laughs> okay. So, um, Amazon announced today, uh, today being April 3rd, right? Sure. Uh, yes. Yeah, April 3rd. Um, they have released Amazon Prime Instant Video on PlayStation 3, which is cool, but we were discussing before we came on air, like... All the free videos that they have, there's not a ton that people are probably going to be too interested in. Yeah. Dan, the, you've watched Doctor Who. Yeah. That's ne- really the only thing I've watched on it. The only thing I watch is Cheers. Yeah. So. I don't know what the movie situation is. I don't have really time to watch movies. Yeah. So. I think you got to pay for a the lot good of it. stuff. Yeah. But that's, that's kind of cool. Good yeah. for PS3, you know. Well, a lot of the uh, but if you bought a lot of stuff from Amazon, you can w- also watch that. Like if you bought the streaming right. videos, you can because I bought uh, you know a few movies and, and TV shows and stuff to mm-hmm. watch. So I think I mean everything that's available on Amazon Instant Video is also available on Netflix. I don't yeah, if, if there's very few yeah. different instances where Amazon has something that Netflix doesn't. Oh yeah, but Netflix has a lot of stuff that Amazon does. right. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Xbox 360 is announced. They have some new Chrome controllers. Did any of you guys see these? I did. They what, What's the deal with the D-pad? You can, like, switch between a regular D-pad and then, like, an eight-way disc kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how would you go about that? Cool. I don't know. An um, attachment. I'm not interested. For only the low, low price <laughs> of $19.99. The controller's $5 more than regular, so it's 55 bucks. That's the manufacturer's price. They said it'll probably be cheaper, like off if you get it from Amazon, because I think their controllers are like thirty. Oh, really? Yeah, I might get one because one of my controllers died. Yep, I have one that's bad too. Yeah. So, so the only difference is how it looks and this D-pad yeah. feature. Basically, it's mm. Chrome. They look cool. They yeah, do look yeah cool. I saw. It. I did see the picture. Sleek. It cool. Yeah, probably a modern. Fi- modern. Yes. Sexy. Probably a fingerprint magnet, though. Ingenuity. Yeah. Is it stainless steel? No, it's just Chrome. plastic. I think. Then why would it be a fingerprint magnet? Because it's chrome. No, he's probably right, Corey. It's made of chrome? No, it's clear. It's chrome not colored. Cl- not clear, it's shiny. Is yeah, chrome they're, is they're chrome sh- a material or a color? It's a material, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a material. Okay. But it's no, shiny. No, but they're shiny. It's got like that. Yeah. It would probably would be a fingerprint magnet. Okay. That's probably right. Well, I mean. You know, you have that one friend with greasy hands. Oh, God. You know, Eric. The one that eats Cheetos and then <laughs> uses your controllers. You've met Eric before. <laughs> yeah. That's Eric. why that's why I eat pretzels. Yep. I can remember when I was younger cleaning out the like gunk that built up on the controllers <laughs> yeah. with a thumbtack. It's gross. I pulled one of my old controllers out the other day cuz I had somebody else playing with me and under the thumbstick 
with just a bunch of white shit. I have no idea what it is. Ew. It looks disgusting. Dead skin? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it's probably pus from when I like popped a zit and it uh, shot in there. <laughs> um, there was Grody. a huge update on uh, Battlefield 3 for Xbox today, I believe it was. Um, one of the things they did with it is you can rent a server of your own now. It's $25 a month or $1.50 a day. Jesus. $7 a week and so on. What, did it say what the benefit? No. Faster connection? Yeah, I guess it would be faster connection. Your own server. You know if you're hosting. Yeah. yeah. If it's, like, dedicated to just you and whatever you're doing with it, it, it yeah. There's some wow. other stuff that the, the patch had, too. I guess they tried to make the guns each feel like it was a different gun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. More than just, you know, I just have a gun that I'm shooting. Um, oh, damn it, there was another cool thing that they did. Oh, no, this is not cool. I think this is stupid. They released a package, I think you can buy it for 40 bucks that comes with all of the unlockable gadgets and guns and everything, so you don't have to go through and unlock them. Oh, my them. God, I Isn't hate that when they bullshit? do that. Uh. You know, all the 13-year-olds are going to get their parents to get it for them. Yeah. There's going to be mortars flying all over the place. And... <laughs> They split it up in case you didn't want all of it. They mm. did smaller packages for the, the different <sighs> classes and stuff. That's ridiculous. Yep. It's like that stupid scroll in World of Warcraft that lets you get to level, <laughs> what is it, 90 or 85? 80. Yeah. Or 90? What's the uh, highest level? I think it's 85 right now. Oh, okay. but um, There are reports that the Wii U is going to launch November 18th. I know Dan and Will have both mentioned they're probably going to get one. Yes, uh, probably grudgingly, but... yeah. I do well, want to get one. Which leads me to my next one. Uh, the talks are that it's not up to the same level as even the PS3 or the Xbox 360. Yeah, I've heard that, but I've also read from individual manufacturers that the the system responds really well to coding and stuff. So, I don't know. We'll have to see, I guess, when it comes out. But. Yeah, I I, I, heard, I was doing some, some reading today and read that, that same thing. That yeah. They're having a lot of um, fun with the, the dev kits. I guess it's really yep. easy to program for. Yeah. So we'll see. But, I mean, if that's the case, Nintendo, they're going for ingenuity, obviously. I mean, and if it's easy to program for, maybe developers will be more likely to come up with some creative ideas. It's not going to cost as much. Right. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, see. Next one. Report is that the next Xbox is going to need a constant internet connection. I don't know. I hate that. Hate that? Yeah, it's stupid. Um, Why would they do that, do you think? I don't know, because I've read places and i don't i can't recall where now at this point obviously but still a lot of people play single player or Mm -hmm. not single player like offline right you know um they said one reason they might do it is so that it's a way for them to prevent used games and combat piracy yeah because you can't mod a well i guess you could i mean yeah you can mod everything so that doesn't really matter well the the if a modded xbox is connected they can tell that it's modded if yeah, but you, I mean, the they'll they'll find somebody will find a way to mod it so that you don't need to be connected to the internet. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure, <clears throat> definitely. So that's it for my nibble bits. Okay, uh, Corey, go it's ahead. a good bunch there. It Thanks. is a good bunch. Uh, hang on a second because I'm trying to do the time because once again Tyler isn't here. Fuck. Oh yeah. By the way, I've decided that Tyler's fired again because he's missed a, well, at least our last two. He ne- no call, no show. No call, no show. Actually, he told me he wasn't coming tonight, but he wouldn't tell me why, so I will consider that a no-call, no-show. No no show. 
Yeah. I, he's probably doing something pretty girly. No show. <laughs> he's probably at uh, Sound of Music uh, showing down at the oh, forums tonight. Yeah, probably. So, Tyler. You know, while you were saying that, I was thinking a Sound of Music joke would be funny right now. And then I realized that's what you were doing. <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of weird. But anyway, uh, Orcs Must Die 2 has been announced. Uh, I, I'm only interested in this one because I played the first Orcs Must Die a little bit because it was uh, it's on OnLive now. <clears throat> so I played the demo on OnLive. Um, this new version will have more content, uh, which in in that game is things like spells, traps, and it will add a co-op mode, which is cool. And it will be playable at PAX East, which is this weekend, I yep. believe. We were going to go to that, but mm-hmm. because it was on Easter weekend. Yeah. We don't want to. We don't work holidays. No, absolutely not. No, well, that's, we want to. <laughs> well, I had had to work holidays. Yeah, so I will be working on Easter. Yeah, me too. Mm. I, don't wanna, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry has its own Kickstarter campaign. I was going to do that one. I'm glad I didn't. For those that are uh, excited about late Leisure Suit Larry, I know very little about it, but I know Eric uh, is, and we had Sebastian on here. For which episode was that? Catching up with PS3. Yeah. It's like 17 And he or talked so. about... The leisure, right? Yeah, he talked about yeah. Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. one of his top games. Uh, developer Replay Games got the license. Uh, this is the same team that created uh, the first Leisure Suit Larry. And they want to make a mobile game um, with updated graphics and fully voiced and the whole shebang. Uh, their goal is $500,000 by May 2nd. And they're currently, well, this is as of yesterday when I looked it up, currently at 33000 So they should get there, no problem. And my last nibble bit is that Journey, uh, this is according to the PlayStation blog, is PSN's fastest-selling game ever. I read that. Wow. So good on you yeah. for Journey. Uh, yeah. I still think Flower is the superior game, but Journey is worth playing as well. Okay. Very nice. That's all I got. That's all I got. All right, we'll go ahead. Um, my first one is the NHL 13, like the Madden series, is going to have the cover athlete voting. It's following the Madden 60-player field, and they're going to narrow it down by uh, fan votes from there. Yeah. And may I just point out, they don't know shit because they put Derek Roy and Thomas Vanek on there for the <laughs> Sabres. I guarantee you most Sabres fans wouldn't want either of them on there. No. Uh, you know what? I wasn't pleased with the Predators. Cho- one of their choices, they picked Legwand. Yeah, I saw Who that. I like, but he's he's like a two-way player. They should have had, like, they had Rene as the other one. Yeah. That's fine, but, like, maybe Weber? Shea, Shea Weber. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I would have thought would be the person they should have picked, but who were the oh Rangers had Richards and Lundqvist, right? You could put a few names up there. Oh yeah, eh, not really. That's probably the only two. Gabrick, Gabrick's a pussy. We could just cover the entire Eastern Conference, right, Corey? Yeah, okay, pretty much. Um, my next one is Sword and Sorcery is coming out on the PC on April sixteenth, and uh, one of our uh, I remember I don't remember who, but somebody told it was uh, multi direct. Yes, it was Chase. So I thought that was interesting. And my uh, final one is the 400 cupcakes that were given to uh, Bioware in protest of the Mass Effect 3 ending, ending were given to a nearby youth shelter. And I have a quote from that article that I have to get. Um, uh, the company said, We appreciate the creative and thoughtfulness of the act, but we decided ultimately the reason that they were sent were not done in context of, fel- uh, of celebrating the work or accomplishment of Mass Effect 3 team. And the final paragraph is, as a result, instead of eating them all up, Bioware donated all 400 cupcakes to a local youth shelter, where presumably after picking their colors and finishing their last bite, the kids were left wondering whether their choices had really mattered in the game, (laughs) and if somebody could just come and explain them what had just happened. (laughs) Uh, I'm surprised the kids ate them. 
Here's a weird delivery of cupcakes (laughs) from a local game company. (laughs) (laughs) That thought never even crossed my mind, how weird that is. Yeah. (laughs) That's my last nibble bit, though. Okay, cool. The the Mass Effect jokes never get old. No, no. no. They're, they're going to be timeless. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, p- the PS Vita firmware version 1.65 was pulled due to a bug that broke the Vita's, abil- Vita? Vita? Vita's ability to connect to PS3 for ad hoc parties. So, more bad news for Vita. Wait, owners. you read that again? Uh, the the 1.65 uh, firmware, firmware update oh. was pulled oh, due okay. to a bug that broke the... Vita's ability to connect to the PS3 for ad hoc parties. Hmm. Um, Halo was officially handed over from Bungie to 3-4 Studios this week, um, and they released some impressive stats to go along with it, which I have a couple of them. Uh, since 2004, there were 20,880,250,123 games of matchmaking. Wow. Which equals 235,182 years of Halo. Um, their players killed each other one hundred and thirty six billion one hundred and twenty eight million five hundred and eleven thousand and forty three times wow you know you know what's nice about these stats is that we contributed yes we did to them <laughs> I contributed a couple thousand probably yeah. don't you guys feel more accomplished now no <laughs> you should put that on a resume yeah i I <laughs> put these stats the bungee stats and say I contributed x because you can check your stats yeah. So. That's a good idea. That's cool. Uh, and that's the last of my nibble bits. So how's everybody's week? Good. My week was really go good for <laughs> Corey, a couple different reasons. Yeah, we Corey's should, birthday. I was going to say, we should talk to Corey first because it was his birthday weekend. Uh, my birthday was Sunday. I refused to do anything. Um, yeah, why? I don't know. I don't like that. I don't know. I kind of wish I did do something, though, because yeah. like, my girlfriend was with me on my birthday, and you know she makes it nice. Just by being there, we weren't oh. good enough Aww. for you. Well, you know what I mean. You know, she she. It's the kind of thing where it's like it's my birthday. Make me some pizza. So she did. Oh, okay. And couldn't say anything about it. I oh gotcha. yeah. Um, but yeah, she like tried to get me to do things. And I'm just like I don't really feel she, like she it. actually contacted yeah. me. Yeah, she told me. Yeah, because <laughs> she was trying to put something together for yeah. me. And then she texted me. It was like. Corey doesn't want to do anything. Sorry. Well, she she's, she was like being kind of secretive about stuff, and I'm like, "You're not planning anything for me, are you?" And she's like, "Well, what if I was?" I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to do anything. Um, so I didn't. I just kind of sat around on Sunday and did nothing. But uh, Sunday also happened to be the day that I won our fantasy hockey league against Dan. Damn it! Ooh. Eric's disappointed because I beat him in the semifinals. Uh, well, you did beat me, but it was on a. Uh... Bullshit. I thought it was fair. Rules. It was, it was a fair rule. It's yeah. a fair rule, but it's fucking <laughs> stupid. It's un- un- yeah. No, I know what you mean. Um, I was beating him all week. Yeah. And he beat me on a shutout. Which happened to be the last game of that night. Last possible way. Last possible way to do it. I, I pulled it out. That's not even did. the worst part. So we tied. 6-6. Six, six. And you won the tiebreaker because you had beaten me. Not head-to-head, because we tied one-to-one. You beat me in a number of categories. Yep, wins. Total category wins. Which is complete that's, shit. That's a round of applause worthy. Thanks, Will. See, at least Will is supporting. I'm not giving Eric's you a round refusing. of applause for that. I didn't have much hope after the first the night, because Corey had 10 assists and was plus 14. <laughs> yeah, the first night of our matchup. <laughs> oh and I goodness. finished last in the league in assists for the year, so Damn. I knew I wasn't going to catch up. Assists, I was in first, actually. Oh, were you? Yep. Justin and I were pulling reason. for you. 
Thank you. You're welcome. I did win face off. Why is everybody? I'm the commissioner. I put that thing together. You know every why I had a reason year. to root for Dan. Well, why did Justin? I don't know. He's... Probably because you have Crosby and Malkin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, well, it's pretty I mean, good it's, reason. It's not like I went out. I mean, I picked Crosby in the fifth round. You did. That was sake. a hell of a pick. It paid paid dividends. Yeah, because he didn't do season. anything till the end. Of, well, there was one week where he came in and got hurt again, but his thirty <laughs> fifth concussion. Yeah. <laughs> As Mike Milbury put it, but yeah, that's all I really wanted to talk. Oh, I played some. Vi- I pl- actually have a lot of video games. Uh, I started playing Front Mission Three uh-huh. uh, on my PlayStation Three. It's actually a PS One classic. But I started playing that. It's pretty awesome. But I'm, I didn't play it enough to talk about it, so I'm going to save it for next week. Okay. Uh, I played Closure, which is a pretty cool game, puzzle game, puzzle platformer. Um, what else did I play? I played something else. I can't remember now though. Oh, I downloaded uh, Infinity Blade on my phone because it was only a dollar. Okay. Oh wow. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's their their lowest price yet for that. And I played something else that I'm going to talk about when we do what we played, but I can't remember what Tiger it was. Tiger Woods it's, demo. The Tiger Woods demo. I played that, and uh, oh god, I played something else. Oh, the Orcs Must Die, which I already said. And I started playing uh, Sins of a Solar Empire. Jesus. But all this stuff I've only played like half an hour. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, you're making me look bad. Except for Closure. I played a lot of Closure. So. Okay. Cool. All right, well, how's your week? Uh, uh, baseball games, pretty much. Baseball's been pretty much my life right now. Had to get a new glove because my one broke. Uh, the the webbing of it ripped off, basically, from it. So I had to go get a new glove on Sunday. And, like I said, just baseball. We played the best team in the league and lost them 2-1 to one in the last inning. They hit a walk-off single, and the guy from second scored. We played one of the worst teams in the league, and we tied 16-16, have to finish the game next time they come to Newark Valley. <laughs> so It should be said, and I don't know if we've mentioned this before, that our high school that we went to never really had very good sports. Wrestling and track. Yeah. Bowling. Cross oh, country. Cross country. We did win a state championship. Yeah. yeah. Wrestling was always really good, too, though. Were they? Yeah. They yeah. Were a bunch of dicks, but they were always say, good. Actually, we were probably... The, we just weren't good at like football and basketball. Yeah, the good sport, the, like the main the high sports. school sports. We, we weren't good at baseball either. I thought we were always just mediocre at baseball. I would say just under mediocre. Just under <laughs> mediocre. We were decent at soccer. Yeah, 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 they did have good. Yeah, well, like you said, the lesser sports. Yeah, in, in, in America, <laughs> we didn't have hockey or lacrosse or anything like that. No. So we couldn't put a pond up. No, <laughs> no, we couldn't. We have a. Good bowling team, I might add. Do you? Oh yeah. They have a bowling team. Uh huh. I don't think we did when we were they practice at Sharps Family Bowl. I have no clue. <laughs> oh, there's a golf team. Yeah, there's a golf team. Yeah. They're horrendous though. Are they? Yeah. yeah. I actually tried out for the golf team as a senior. Did, did you? you? Did you make it? No, I didn't. I didn't know how to play golf. <laughs> how could they disallow you from <laughs> being on the golf cuts? team? Because I didn't know how to play golf. You didn't make the cut. Don't you have to pay greens fees? I don't know. That's just one more person to pay. You think they want as many people as possible? On we them. didn't even get to go to the course. I got cut before that. Uh, There's like five people dang. on the golf team right now. Yeah, that's. I think that's normal. But we, when I was in school, there were some pretty decent golfers. Yeah, and I didn't know how to play. Well, one of the Enright, one of our friends, the Enrights, he was really good, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And he quit. He just didn't want to do Man, it. He, used to he quit because me and James went out as seniors to try yeah. to make the team. And he quit after we got cut. <laughs> ben used to kill the ball off yeah. the tee. Because he didn't want to be on it if we weren't on it. I don't blame him. <laughs> Bunch of golf nerds. So yeah. Then you end up working on a golf course. <sighs> yep. Yes, I do. Which I enjoy. Cool. Yeah. But other than All right. that. Cool. All right, Eric, what do you got? 
Uh, well, I actually had a pretty fun, fun week. Um, since Corey didn't do anything for his birthday, I did go out for Sebastian, who was on here. We talked about his uh, going away party. I work with him. He got a new job, so we had a going away party, and I, I got there a little after everybody else because I had to work, and you know it's always a little awkward when your boss is there and nobody's other, drunk yet. Yeah, well, I wasn't. That mm. was the main problem. Yeah. There was a bunch of bosses there, so I got there and I got a little ahead of myself. Started off with a few shots, a couple Irish car bombs. There you go. Half hour later, I was pretty drunk. <laughs> and uh, it was fun, though. I had a really good time, and Seb- Sebastian ended up throwing up five times at the bar, which is impressive because I've never seen him throw up before. Yeah, that's what, you texted yeah. me that, and I'm like, ah, he's human after all. People just kept buying him vodka on the rocks. Yep. And, I, I refused to buy it on the rocks for him. I gave it to him. He goes, well, there's no ice. I was like, well, I wanted you to be a man for, for tonight. <laughs> you think the Russians drink it with ice? Yeah, what do you... Okay. Come on. What's your point? <laughs> so, yeah, then I ended up leaving there, and I went downtown with uh, our buddy Justin, who's been on before, and uh, Tyler, the former intern. We went downtown and got some Pepe's meatball sub, and it was good for the diet. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Low-carb beer and... Beer and beer and subs. meatball subs and pizza. So yeah, it was a good time though. I ended up dancing with a uh, nasty girl on a Tyler Dare. <laughs> nice. Yeah, chug my beer and swallow my pride. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Sweet. So yeah, I did that for video games. I played a shit ton of FIFA. I played Tiger Woods. I rented from the Red Box, and I played some of that Closure on the PS3. And I think I played Call something Duty. else. Oh, yeah, I played Call of Duty today. So I'll talk about that later. But, yeah. Fair the wife's out of town, so I've been getting a lot of video games in. Yeah. A lot. That's the Pretty time much every moment you're home? Just about, yeah, actually. Actually, yes. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, I actually restarted my diet this week. I uh, restarted at 234 pounds, so I'd put on 9 pounds in, like, two weeks of bad eating. Well, how much had you lost before that? It was I was up to 20. I was down yeah. to 225. So you're still in the green. Yeah. Um, yeah, still net loss of 11 pounds. Um, haven't started running yet again, but I'll probably do that tonight if we don't finish too late. But I was at work yesterday with Tyler, the intern. and Former he, intern. Former intern, Yes. And uh, I walked back into his apartment because he had something to show me, and it was Pizza Hut pizza. So, you know, not only did he no call, no show, but he tempted me with pizza and breadsticks. He did the same to me, Dan. Yeah. Yep. He asked me if I would be interested in (laughs) in ordering delivery Pizza Hut when he knows I'm on a low-carb diet. I know. And it, that's just that's just a disaster pizza. Oh, disaster. It is a disaster. Because you can't just eat one slice. You have to eat six or eight. <laughs> did you did you beat away the dark side and say no? I took a sl- slice of ham off the pizza. Okay. Well, that's so fine. I did. I did. I, I did resist. I had a quarter of a breadstick. Really? A quarter. Yeah. You stopped your... Yeah, that's even more impressive than just saying no. Yeah, it is. To, ha- to <laughs> have, a little, have a little taste of it. Have a little bit and then stop, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but already, like, my, I feel a lot better... Uh, by Sunday, I was pretty miserable, and my head... I felt like I was drunk all the time <laughs> from just all the bad food. Oh, we went to Tully's on Saturday, and I ordered the 15 platter of of Tully's tenders, thinking I was going to take some home to eat later. They have a 15 platter? They have a 15 platter. They're so good. They are, and I ate 14 out of the 15. <laughs> I, I let the wife have one, and I... That was uh, nice of you. ...washed well down two 
ginormous beers. Wow. Oh, so good. <laughs> I actually uh, went to – I haven't been to Tully's in years, and uh, we went on Friday because yeah. we were going to see the Hunger Games. Yeah. And then uh, I wanted to watch the hockey game before we went, and we wanted to get dinner, so I figured Tully's sports bar. You mm-hmm. know, it was great. Uh, but, the, yeah, that, I actually really enjoyed my meal. I was surprised. What would you get? food. Uh, I had a the Wild West burger. Which one's um, that? It had, uh, like, bacon and, uh, like, a hot sauce and barbecue sauce on it. Onion so rings? No, I got fries, good. but I got Tully's tenders with it. Yeah, you got to add the tenders. Yeah, and my girlfriend didn't see what what the great deal about what? them was, and she's like, they taste fake. And I'm like, if anything, these are more real than yeah. stuff you'll get anywhere else. anywhere else. Oh, they're they're so good. They are good. Because they're they're deep fried and not breaded? No, they're breaded. It's a light breading, though, Right. I think. Yeah. How was Hunger Games? Good. It I, It wasn't great. It was good because I had read the book. I, throughout the whole movie, I was just thinking to myself, if I didn't read the book, I would think this is the dumbest movie ever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But, I mean, if yeah, if you read the books, go see it. If you didn't, don't have very high expectations. Really? Yeah, I would want to read the book yeah. first. I mean, the... Not that I will, but... The actress, I forget her name, Jennifer Lawrence, is really good in it, I think. But it's just not, not very well shot, and uh, the pacing is just all off. Is right. that... A lot of blown opportunity. True to the book, do you think? Mm, no. No. Well, I mean, in general, books are slower paced yeah. just by nature of what they are. Right. Um, movies are supposed to be, especially a movie adaptation of the book, is supposed to be perfectly paced because it can take advantage of that right. in the film medium. And it didn't. And it didn't, really. It was just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there were cool bits. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Uh, the only thing I played this week was Mass Effect. I actually wanted to Which get one? three. Oh, uh, I'm still playing through three. I'm still punishing myself, but I wanted to get. There's a strategy game for the iPad that just came out called something to Imperium oh, Galactica yeah. two or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but I was going to download it on the wife's iPad, but she, we need to have the iOS 5.0, and we haven't updated it yet. So I was going to play that today, actually, and I just didn't get a chance to update the iPad. So hopefully I'll do that this weekend and maybe play it by, by next week because it just came out, mm-hmm. and it looks pretty sweet. Strategy so. game, you said, right? Yeah, it's like Master of Orion yeah. 2. Cool. Um, 1 or 2, I've heard people say, because they deny that 3 even exists, <laughs> which I do, too. I what, bet. What happened with 3? It was awful. Was it? And yeah. then as soon as they released it, the whole team's like, all right, we're done. We're not, not fixing this up or anything. They just abandoned it. Yep. And that was as in the, my video game, my small video game universe. That was the game I probably looked forward to the most yeah. of any game yeah. ever. And it was awful. It was weird. But I heard that a lot of fan mods make it a lot yep. better. Yeah, so. it's playable now. That's but cool. you were talking about the iPad, and none of us mentioned for our nibble bits. Um, I actually posted it on our Facebook. The Apple's working on a gamepad. Oh yeah, iPad. Oh, I, I saw that. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, Which is interesting. Yeah, agreed. They're finally em- embracing the platform, the iPad as a gaming platform. I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll do it for our first segment. Our uh, musical artist for this week is Carsey Blanton. The song you're going to hear right now is the song "Smoke Alarm" on the album "Idiot Heart." So we'll be right back right after this. He said, baby, what's the big deal? Feel what you want to feel. 
say what you wanna say. You're gonna die one day. For example, I could kiss you just because I want to. What's the difference if you turn away? I'm gonna die one day. Why do you waste your time thinking about your reputation? Welcome back, everybody, to episode 37 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are going to be talking about Pokemon. Pokemans. Chin Pokemon. Chin Pokemon, too. If you didn't catch Corey's, uh, it was Corey's, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just making sure. If you didn't catch Corey's uh, little hint, um, that was from the South Park episode where they get obsessed with Chin Pokemon. Which Aww. Are, yeah. That was, that was a great episode. <laughs> I like the whole... Uh, you know, they try to soothe the Americans by saying they have much smaller penises yeah. than the Americans. <laughs> Japanese penis is so small. Yeah, and the guys are like, oh, okay, you guys aren't so bad. <laughs> it's funny. So anyway, what exactly are Pokemon? Pokemon? Pocket are, monsters. I was going to say pocket monsters. That was the initial, that's what they called it in, in Japan, but uh, contractions like like this are are common in Japan where they you know, put together yeah. two words. Uh, it's both singular and plural. Yeah. So it's not Pokemans. Pokemans. It's not the plural. It's Pokemon. So Pokemon. Uh, the concept, as taken from Wikipedia, concept of the Pokemon universe in both the video games and the general fictional world of Pokemon stems from the hobby of insect collecting. Po- popular pastime, which Pokemon executive director Satoshi Tahiri Oniwa enjoyed as a child. Players of the games are designated as Pokemon trainers, and the two general goals in most Pokemon games for such trainers are to complete the Pokedex by collecting all of the, all of the available Pokemon species found in the fictional region where that game takes place, and to train a team of powerful Pokemon from those that they have caught to compete against teams owned by other trainers, and eventually become the strongest trainer, the Pokemon Master. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. These themes of collecting, training, and battling are present in almost every version of the Pokemon franchise, including the video games, the anime, and manga series, and the Pokemon training, trading card game. You know, in doing the research for this, I finally realized what TG, or, yeah, TCG means. What does it mean? Well, I see it all the time, and I never knew what it meant. Yeah. Trading card game. Oh. oh. Wow. Yeah, makes yeah, sense. Because being nerds that we are, it's something you see all over the place, but yeah. I never knew what it meant. Because we like to abbreviate things yeah so because we're lazy oh i'm so lazy <laughs> so lazy you should uh instead of reading the wikipedia article just give an acronym for every word written in there i could do that it'd be fun yeah i could do that <laughs> so satoshi tahiri Oni- oniwa would be sto yeah 
You guys know STO. Yeah, exactly, STO. Um, in most incarnations of the fictional Pokemon universe, a trainer that encounters a wild Pokemon is able to capture that Pokemon by throwing a specifically designed mass-producible spherical tool called a Pokeball at it. Did you guys ever collect the ones that they had at, like, Burger King? Yes, I did. Those were awesome. Those were awesome because they... Pokeballs? It was a Pokeball that had a little Pokemon in it. Yeah. And I would set it up and throw it at the Pokemon. Oh, sure. It didn't... The Pokemon in your yard? How old were we then, would you think? I was in high school. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Well, obviously, we graduated. It was 97, right, when they came out? Yeah, I think 97 or 98. I think I was in 10th grade when I got the first Pokemon game. (laughs) Nice, man. And I played it all throughout high school. Of course. It's great. I was 10. 1998 would have been 14. 10 or 11. So it was okay that I was playing it. It It must have been 8th grade. It was 90, yeah, it was 97, because it came out in Japan in 96. I, I have that information. And we're talking about later. the first yeah, uh, red, red blue. and blue, which was the original Pokemon yeah. conception. Yeah. Uh, it is officially considered to be under the ownership of that trainer. Uh, oh, wait. I got to have myself. Pokeball added. If Pokemon is unable to escape the confines of the Pokeball, it is officially considered to be under ownership of that trainer. Afterwards, it'll obey whatever its new master commands unless the trainer demonstrates such a lack of experience that the Pokemon would rather act on its own accord. Trainers can send out any of their Pokemon to wage non-lethal battles against other Pokemon. If the opposing Pokemon is wild, the trainer can capture that Pokemon with a Pokeball, increasing his or her collection of creatures. Pokemon already owned by other trainers cannot be captured except under special circumstances in certain games. If Pokemon fully defeats an opponent in battle... Fully defeats an opponent in battle so that the opponent is knocked out, i.e. faints. The winning Pokemon gains experience and may level up. When leveling up, the Pokemon's statistics of battling aptitude increase, such as attack and speed. From the from time to time, the Pokemon may also learn new moves, which are techniques used in battle. In addition, many species of Pokemon possess the ability to undergo a form of metamorphosis and transform into similar but stronger species of Pokemon, a process called evolution. Oh, Mm-hmm. I don't believe in evolution. Evolving, po- <laughs> evolving Pokemon. Of course, Pokemon evolution is proven by science. <laughs> That's true. Because Char, uh, wait, Charizard. Charizard. That's the last one of the fire ones. Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard. Damn. Nice, Will. Damn it, Will. I am so caught up in all my Pokemon stuff. Nice. All my job. That's good because I'm. Tr- I I was trying to remember it when I was doing my research for this episode. And, I forgot a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But see, me and my friend—I don't know if I mentioned it for the start and the beginning of the episode—but all my friends have been playing in school, like in study hall. I have like three of my friends in there, and they all have DSs out, and they're all playing Pokemon on the bus to uh, baseball games. My two friends sit in the way back and play Pokemon <laughs> on the way up. Nice. So yeah, Pokemon high schoolers. Pokemon Will was one of the games that you played religiously when you were really little, right? You couldn't yep. even read, but it's one of those games that you played. I remember multiple times. Uh, I remember one time specifically, like, Chris was over, and he was sitting in the chair, and I was sitting next to him, and he was showing me some stuff in Pokemon. <laughs> I remember specifically. That's well, awesome. if it was when it first came out, we were four... I was 14. He was, you were, so like, you were three. three. Yeah. Still couldn't read. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can remember seeing you as a little turd, just, like, pressed with your itty-bitty thumbs, pressing, like, and just with your head, your nose in the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I've Yeah, you did. Last weekend? <laughs> I actually start, started playing a. Uh, do you no wonder D- your baseball team. You don't have a DS, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. 
It's like the like the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> They're too busy drinking. Will's yeah. too busy playing Pokemon with his buddies. Well, weren't they playing video games in the clubhouse too? Yeah, yep. drinking and playing video uh, games. <laughs> you know what's interesting? Those guys are cool. This is way off topic, but I read uh, that video games are banned backstage at WWE. Really? Because yeah, the, the the performers weren't into their performances because they were too concerned with the backstage video gaming. I know. I like it. <laughs> I'm sure. But anyway, back well, to I mean, when you're going out to face the Undertaker, Corey only I'd, brought I'd that up because WrestleMania was this past weekend. He wants to talk about it. Oh, okay. Yes. You know what? I saw <laughs> I saw Ken who was talked about our was on for our UFC episode. I right. saw him at the liquor store the other he day. He told me. Yeah, he told I'm not me. sure he knew it was me. He did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about WrestleMania, no, and I know neither. you guys don't either. So I know nothing. Move about on. It, so. Are we? Oh, you. Uh, I'm almost concept. done. Okay. Uh, in the main series, each game single player mode requires the trainer to raise a team of Pokemon to defeat a non-player characters or NPC trainers in their Pokemon. Each game lays out a somewhat linear path through a specific region of the Pokemon world for the trainer to journey through, completing events and battling opponents along the way. Each game features a specifically powerful or especially powerful trainers referred to as gym leaders that the trainer must have eaten in order to progress. As a reward, the trainer receives a gym badge, and once all eight badges are collected, the trainer is eligible to challenge the region's Pokemon League, where four immensely talented trainers, referred to collectively as Elite Four, challenge the trainer to four Pokemon battles in succession. If the trainer can overcome the gauntlet, he or she must then challenge the regional champion, the master trainer who had previously defeated the Elite Four, any trainer who wins the last battle becomes the new champion and gains the title of Pokemon Master. That was usually Gary. Right? Coveted title. I don't remember. Well, it's, it's is, it, is the is that pretty much the plot for all the like Game Boy yeah. games? I'm pretty sure like Gary, like it's different. Like whoever your rival is, it you can change the name or whatever. But it's like you're supposed to be Ash, and that's specifically that's supposed right. to be Gary. That's right. Okay, I remember that now from the first Gary. game. Yeah, Gary was always Gary! your rival, mm-hmm. and you would beat him so bad every fight and then you have to fight him for the championship yeah he always wondered how he was able to beat the i know the four he didn't love his pokemon either no he didn't not he didn't like show that. them the tlc they needed to grow not like ash catch him it was in doing some of the research i found an infographic that talks about uh interesting coincidences in the game and stuff and it talked about uh gary after you fight him the first time um when you fight him a second before you fight him the second time he says Something about, like, uh, having Pokemon die on you or whatever. But if you pay attention, there's one Pokemon that he had in the first battle that he doesn't have in the second battle. Um, kind of implying that you killed one of his Pokemon. Really? <clears throat> yeah, and it's it's that's one of the reasons why he's compelled to, you know, become the greatest Pokemon trader, your rival. Yeah. Because oh, really? of that, that incident. Yeah. It was pretty interesting to read about that stuff. Was that in, like, one of the comic books or something? No, that was just what somebody posted about the Pokemon game. Huh. Somebody wow. put all that together, um, but it all made sense, you know. Right. It was, I think cool. it was if it, it was the rat one, maybe I can't remember. Ratatat might have been. I don't know. Don't quote me on that because I really don't know. I don't want to say something wrong here. I hope you didn't kill anything. <clears throat> You're not supposed. to. Well, it's the not. Battles are supposed to be non-lethal. It's not explicitly stated, but no, and Pokemon can die. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I remember in the cartoon when Ash got his Charmander, it almost was dying because mm-hmm. the fire was almost put out on his tail. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that's what happened. Lack of oxygen? I don't know. It was just on a tree stump laying there almost dead, and the fire was dimming, and they couldn't get it to go into the Pokemon Center. Mm. But Ash finally got it. <laughs> should we should we summarize the concept of the game a little bit? Yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. I, I guess, 
easily put, it's Pokemon are these monsters that you catch out in the wild with these things called Pokeballs. Pokeballs. And you uh, collect your monsters to build a team of monsters, and you fight against other people's... You use your monsters to fight other people's monsters. And there's these places called gyms where uh, well-trained Pokemon fighters reside, and you go through the gyms and collect all the badges and then fight the Elite Four or whatever with your Pokemon. Yes. I guess that's simply put. That sums it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's get into the games. Uh, I guess they're they're broken down into generations. There's five different generations of Pokemon, which is crazy. Black and Um, white being the two newest ones. Yeah. Uh, First generation was obviously all on Game Boy. Uh, It was made up of Pokemon Red and Blue, which came out in September... In North America, came out on September 30th, 1998. Um, I remember... In school, actually, me and Graham, who's been on this podcast before, uh, reading right before the game came out, reading a bunch of information about it in Japan at school, about you know Pokemon from Japan in in school, because I don't know where we ended up hearing about it, but we were in computer lab instead of doing schoolwork, we were looking up information <laughs> on Pokemon. Um, uh. <laughs> so that was the first one. Uh, yeah, red and blue were the first, and then yellow came out uh, a year later on October nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine. That was still the first generation Game Boy games. We had blue, right? We had blue and red. I, I had red. I think I had yellow. Did you? Because I liked Pikachu and okay. he was yellow. Yeah, I know I had the red version. Uh, Corey, I think, was the one that had the blue one. Because I remember playing blue mainly. Yeah. I think I played red a little bit later. Well, I probably didn't let you use it. Probably. Because I didn't want you messing up my Pokemon. With your little thumbs. Well, I didn't know what I was doing either. I couldn't read. Exactly. Corey, do you remember this? Because um, we you know, we obviously had it for the first kind of crappy Game Boy. It's always hard to see, especially if you're playing at night. And uh, one night, because Mom used to like do her grocery shopping late at night, she came home and bought a, had bought us each a Game Boy Color. Do you remember that? They were like on the dining room table in the morning. No. Just because? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I know. How come that doesn't happen anymore? Well, <laughs> because we're old enough to buy our own stuff. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I don't remember that, though. Yeah, I remember taking it to school that day and playing it all day in school. That's like, I can remember being a kid and, like, that's like a dream come true. Yeah, I know. You just wake up one morning and there's a Game Boy Color on the table yeah, waiting for you. There's two, one for you and one for me. That's I amazing. I remember that. I'm going to give my mom a big hug later. If yeah. I woke up and there was a 3DS on my table tomorrow morning, I'd be pretty excited. It's like you'd a probably, dream come true. You'd probably shit yourself. But I'd have to buy it myself. So. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> have the nice UPS man deliver it. <laughs> Here you go, Eric. You leave the door open for him and tell him to leave it on the dining room table. Why aren't there any hot UPS women to deliver it? Probably because it's fairly dangerous. <laughs> I would think I had a friend that was bitten by a dog that worked for UPS. Oh yeah, yeah. So probably was taunting it. Poor dog, he was baiting him, baiting him, <laughs> baiting him all day. Okay, uh, second generation Game Boy games were uh, for Game Boy Color, which was Pokemon Gold and Silver, which in North America came out in October October fourteenth, two thousand. Pokemon Crystal and the Pokemon Card Trading Card Game also came out in, for the is considered generation two. Now, was that still the same original 150 Pokemon? <clears throat> what, the second generation? What it, yeah. The second, second generation had all new Pokemon, but what you did once you beat the Elite Four and, like, the... I don't know what the region was called. I know the first one's Cantu, but you start in, like, the Hoenn region or something like that, and uh-huh. once you beat the Elite Four, you went back to the Kanto region, which was the original. Okay. Because, uh, to me, the original 150 Pokemon are the true Pokemon, 
and everything that comes after it is bogus. Hogwash. Really? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Nah, I like up to three. Okay. And some of four. Five, I've not seen any of the Pokemon. Right. One. I, I mean, I had a discussion actually with someone at work about this not that long ago, maybe about a week. Um, and she was telling me that she liked the Pokemon from the first one and the third one the best. Really? And then all the others were just kind of okay. So. I, I really like the stars for all the games, mainly. But I think one and two have the best. Do they still follow along the the um, fire, the mm-hmm. element element thing? Yeah, for the first one, it's Charmander, Squirtle, yeah. Bulbasaur. Then the yeah. second one, it's Chikorita, Totodile, Cyndaquil. And then the next one's Trico, Torchic, Mudkip. Wow. And I... then Turtwig, uh, Piplup, and I don't know the fire one. Come on, Will. Well, the hell good are you? Infernape? No, that might be the last one. Remember when Will used to know all the game show hosts from watching the game? Yeah, I do remember that. I do. That was awesome. (laughs) Could ask him a game show and he'd tell you the name of the host. The host, because I used to watch it so much. And you were like four. (laughs) uh, Newlywed game, Will. Chuck Uh, Woolery. I couldn't tell you. (laughs) Chuck Woolery. Is it Chuck Woolery? I don't know. I'm going to (laughs) look. Oh, boy. Uh, Generation 3 for Game Boy Advance. Uh, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, which came out in 2003. Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green, which came out in September of 2004. Pokemon Emerald, which came out in April 2005. And Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Red Rescue Team, which I have no memory of ever oh, hearing about that. I played one of those for the DS when I Did had the, like, the original DS. There's it was pretty cool. Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue, Rescue Team. I think I played Blue. Okay. I don't remember much about it, but I remember I really liked it when I had a DS. Yeah. What was the... What did you do? Ah, man. I couldn't tell you. I think it, there was no... It wasn't trainer-based. It was just, like, you control the Pokemon. Oh. Well, that's kind of It cool. was pretty... It was really cool. Hmm. Uh, Pokemon Dash, Pokemon Troze, and Pokemon Ranger. That was Generation 3 for Game Boy Advance. And some of these were for DS, too, it seems... Mm-hmm. Uh, Generation 4 was also for Nintendo DS. Uh, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, April 2007. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Explorers of Time and Explorers of Darkness. I totally missed all those obscure ones. Yeah, that's what I'm idea. saying. I I mean, I know the ones that came out, the big ones. Yeah. The, but, yeah, none of these make any sense to me. Pokemon Ranger, Shadows of Almia, Pokemon Platinum. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky, Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Sounds. I played Soul. I've been playing. I started Soul Soul Ah Silver. How is it? It's pretty awesome. It's just a remake of Gold and Silver. Oh okay. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, Pokemon Ranger Guardian Signs. Uh, Generation Five. I these. Oh, this is. I should say this is all the handheld games too. We haven't gotten into the console games yet. Which is my specialty. Yes. Uh, Generation 5, Pokemon Black and White, which came out in March of last year. Uh, Battle and Get, Pokemon Typing DS. Nice. Not familiar with that one. (coughs) Pokemon Plus, Nobunga's Ambition, which is an RPG (coughs) Pokemon-style crossover. Pokemon Black 2 and White 2, which is supposed to come out of June. Come out in June 2012 of this year. In Japan. In Japan, yes. Um, Pokemon Rumble Blast, which came out in October 2011. That one sounds familiar. Rumble Blast. I've heard of that one, but, I mean, obviously I don't know anything about it. All right, you want to talk about console games? Yes. And then we'll we'll reminisce. I've got a few 
Pokemon stories. Uh, Generation 1, which was Nintendo 64 Pokemon games. Pocket Monster Stadium, which is Pokemon Stadium. I loved that game. Yeah. You you had it for uh, 64, obviously. I did, yeah. It was really cool. Came out on February 29, 2000. So what was, what was that game like? Uh, it's just uh, basically the same thing, just better graphics on a bigger scale, you know what I mean? Oh, is you still wandered around and captured them no, and stuff? No, no, maybe was, not. It wasn't focused like that more. Like, there was gym leaders, I think. Man, I Which one I are we talking remember. about? Pokemon Stadium. Oh, Stadium. Isn't that the one where you import your Pokemon yeah, you to can, fight? I think you can import Could them. Could you do that? I think that's what Stadium Oh, from was. the Game Boy game? Yeah. I was probably too lazy, too. That's probably why I didn't know that. I can click yeah. on it. Yeah, you you like ins- it, you inserted your Game Boy cartridge into the oh. N sixty. It was N sixty four, right? Yeah, the N sixty four cartridge, and your Pokemon would be up on the the big screen. I really want to get an N sixty four. Says it does I not do. have a story. Oh, yeah, I want to get one That's too. That's one of the games I would get. Uh, it does not have a storyline. Progress in the game can only be made by winning cups in the stadium by completing completing the gym leader castle. When all cups have been won. And the gym leader castle completed, Mewtwo will appear in the sky over the stadium, defeating Mewtwo will yeah. unlock. The much harder round two in which a player must rechallenge a stadium, gym leader, castle, and Mewtwo in order to complete the game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The, the, I just remember the, the graphics were cool and seeing all the attacks and all that stuff was really cool. As opposed to just the little screen. The and Game Boy screen. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, you know what I mean? Yep, I know, I know what I mean. Everything's better when it's bigger. Remember Char- <laughs> Charizard with his big fiery butt. <laughs> I remember I used to use him a lot. Uh, Pokemon Snap. Another great one. N64, yeah. right? Yep, Nintendo 64. That was so cool. You just kind of like, it was almost like it was like a... Uh, a safari. Yeah, uh, like a ride you would go on at Disney World or something. And you'd just go through and take pictures of Pokemon <laughs> that were sitting around. Yeah, they were out in the wild, right? And you, yeah. were, you were just a photographer. That, yeah, you just that... tried to, to take as many pictures as you could of as many Pokemon as you could. But it sounds boring, but it was actually really fun. Yeah, I remember that game being yeah. fun. I only played it a little bit. You you played that well? I have not played it. Wasn't let's there a let's remake? Let's Pokemon Snap. I'd play that. Yeah. That sounds like a fun Friday night. Dude, it's such a fun game. Yeah. And it's probably still fun. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few Nintendo 64 games I really want to play. Podracer? One being Podracer, yes. I was thinking oh, Pod about Racer that. Podracer was an awesome Freaking game. love that when game. When I was watching... Uh, Return of the Jedi the other night, I was like, man, you know, I really want to play Pod Racer. Yeah, that game was freaking sweet. Uh, Pokemon Puzzle League and Hey You Pikachu were the Nintendo 64 Generation 1 games. Uh, there was Pokemon Stadium 2 for the second generation on Nintendo 64, which must have had the second generation Pokemon. Yeah, I didn't play that one. Uh, generation 3 for Nintendo GameCube had Pokemon Coliseum. Which is probably similar to Stadium. I had that one. Did you? I had that one. I, was, I think there was another one for GameCube that I had, too. There was Pokemon Box, Ruby and Sapphire, Pokemon Channel, Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness. Whichever one had Lugia, but... I it, think it was Gale of Gale Darkness. Darkness had familiar. Lugia, but it was, uh, like, purple. Okay. It was that one. And then I had one for Wii. Uh, the ones for Wii for Generation 4 were Pokemon Battle Revolution... My Pokemon Ranch, Pokemon Rumble, Poke Park Wii Pikachu's Adventure. <laughs> Poke Park Wii Pikachu's Adventure. And then I think you had that one well. Generation uh, 5 was, was Poke Park 2 Beyond the World. I had Battle Revolution. Okay. Wow. Because you could play people online. 
Did you ever do it? Yeah. Was it fun? It wasn't bad, but I think you could import your Pokemon, and people like oh. would do the uh, I think I remember not the that. Game Shark, but would like kind of hack it, so they would uh, have like level ninety nine and like ninety nine Mewtwo. Yeah, that's lame sauce. You're a Pokemon nut. You are a Pokemon nut. <laughs> I love Pokemon. Can we put uh, on his bio on the website Will Pokemon Murtha? Pokemon, yeah. No. <laughs> yes, we can. You can put it um, on mine if Will doesn't want it. <laughs> I would love to be called a Pokemon. <laughs> So hit us up with some facts, Corey. Oh, fine. Well, actually, I did a... Uh, the more I look into things, the more interested I get in them. Oh, yeah. So I got a little carried away on this one. That's fine. Uh, this is kind of taking it in a whole other direction, talking about the history of the game and how it was um, developed and everything. Uh, Dan mentioned that Satoshi Tah- Tahiri, or is it Tajiri? Tahiri, yeah. Tahiri, is yeah. it Jason? I don't know. Um, but anyway, he was the creative force behind the game, and he actually is diagnosed with Asperger's. Really? No, really? Su- no surprise. Um, but the name of the development company was Game Freak, and this was back in 1996. And Dan said that he loved collecting insects as a child, which is true, and actually pulled a quote out. Um, this is from a published Stanford paper. He said, I was really interested in collecting insects. Every time I found a new insect, it was mysterious to me. And the more I searched for insects, the more I found. Places to catch insects are rare because of urbanization. Kids play inside their homes now, and a lot had forgotten about catching insects. So had I. When I was making games, something clicked, and I decided to make a game with that concept. Playing video games, watching TV, Ultraman with his capsule monsters, they all became ingredients for the game. Um, yeah, so that's just a little bit of the inspiration behind the game. And he actually, uh, Satoshi Tahiri, worked on The Legend of Zelda before this game. Huh. So he was he already had some programming experience, so Nintendo was okay with him developing yeah. this concept into a full-fledged game. Yeah. And uh, during the process, he was mentored by Shigeru Miyamoto. Oh, yeah. And he actually, uh, the character of Gary was actually originally named Shigeru in Japan. Oh, really? Yeah, your rival. Um, I don't uh, know if he was trying to say something, but it was, it was definitely a nod to Shigeru Miyamoto, if nothing yeah. else. Uh, Game Freak nearly went bankrupt during the design process, and a lot of designers just gave up and moved on. Um, the game finished in 1996, and at that point, the Game Boy technology was mostly obsolete with PCC-ROM games, which were far and above technically superior. So the game launched with very low expectations, but wound up being quite the sensation. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, In that same Stanford article I I mentioned, it talks about what they could attribute some of the success of the game to. And uh, the author, Ginny Shin. um, Ginny. Ginny Shin. You know, it's kind of weird. I looked looked her up after I I read this this piece. Um, I don't know if it was actually her, but she's like some consultant at a business somewhere. And this paper, I believe, was written um, in like a freshman class, but it was really well written. Well, she is from Stanford, so. Yeah. Uh, And she attributes it to clever design choices based on cultural awareness. Uh, She says that Tahiri wanted to excite children's imaginations and ease their stresses. Um, And she pointed out that Japan is an academic record society. And, you know, uh, academia is a big source of pride for Japanese people. Um, and a lot of children have to take high-pressure high school entrance, entrance exams. So, like, when they're 10 to 14, they're already preparing for these um, hard exams to, for, for high school. <clears throat> so we wanted to, you know, ease, the, ease those stresses. Um, and she also points out the idea of acquisitive, acquisition is the base word but mm-hmm. it's acquisitiveness is the word acquisitiveness acquisitiveness uh-huh. um that children have a desire to collect things yeah and they also built the game around the concept of cuteness which japan sells cute 
Um, look at Hello Kitty. Um, <laughs> so he, they purposely miniaturized the Pokemon to fit inside Pokeballs because, in general, um, sm- something that's small is generally considered cute. And uh, they made them naive and kind of babyish and brightly colored, which are also common cute attributes. Um, and by confining the Pokemon to a ball, it kind of kept that trainer-trainee relationship intact, which is good for kids. You know, they never they always wanted to feel like they're in control. Yeah. And also the westernization of the game. We talked about... Um, uh, renaming the character from Shigeru to Gary. Um, and uh, some of the characters in the game, Hitmon Lee and Hitmon Chan, mm-hmm. was actually uh, Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan yep. Yep. nod, <laughs> which is cool. And cool. something else they did is uh, they don't they didn't make the characters look Japanese, which there's actually a Japanese word for that, which is mukokuseki, which uh, just means something lacking nationality, which is common in Japanese animation. And I, I did want to read one quote. Um, pulled out of here about how it appeals to boys and girls. The Pokemon video games also caters to boys and girls of a wide range of ages because of the gameplay and, st- and storyline engender both sets of qualities that traditionally ap- appeal to boys and girls and offer a varying level of difficulty appropriate for a broad age range of gamers. And this, this can actually uh, be uh, used to apply to a lot of video games. With regard to traditional game qualities, Henry Jenkins relates the aspects of gameplay that boys like to their propensity to play outdoors and be visible in the public sphere. As a result, many of the computer games that boys enjoy tend to involve action, violence, mastery, and autonomy from the parents, which mimics elements of their outdoor gameplay. In contrast, girls are encouraged to stay within the private sphere and play with games or toys that develop their future domestic skills. Consequently, the computer games that girls tend to identify with usually involve cooperation with others, slow, unfolding action that does not require manual dexterity, and domestic skills such as nurturing and raising. Gender roles. I don't like it. Well, I mean, that's why I didn't want to paraphrase this. I just just wanted to read the quote directly because I didn't want to offend anybody. I'm offended. Dan's offended, I'm offended. Being a stay-at-home dad. Well, that's fair. Um... But yeah, I thought that was really interesting, um, and I tried to think of the games that I know that girls like, and it seemed Mario. to fit the mold for the most part. Um, I don't know because my girlfriend loves uh, like Dragon Age is one of her favorite Skyrim. games, Skyrim, and Kingdoms of Amalur. As yeah. long as the difficulty's on easy, right? Um, huh. I don't know. And Pokemon definitely fits the mold, you know, nurturing and raising that girls like, and uh, a little bit of the action, violence, and mastery. Not just girls. I like to nurture and raise. Well, yeah, but, you just know kidding. I mean. <laughs> I'm making fun of myself. So that's 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 that. Um, I thought it was pretty interesting. Just just why the game caught on and became so popular so fast. Yeah, just I, some of the reasons behind it. I remember, uh, like I said, you know, reading about it before I came out, and I was like, "This game is just going to change everything." And I was blown away by it before I even. Like, it. Kinda, yeah. I even before I even really knew what it was. It's such a genius idea it just is to come out of idea. nothing, you know. I agree. I agree. Um I think it's a you know, cool. It's like I mean I'm I'm trying to piece together why I thought it would be awesome. Yeah. But well just the just the idea the the whole got to catch them all phrase, you know, and, and yeah. the idea of acqui- acquisitiveness um you know, you have that goal of catching them all. Yeah. 150 yep. turns out there were 151. Um Pokemon, which uh, this the same article attributed some of the success. You know, the rumor that there was this extra Pokemon you could get that wasn't necessarily listed, and yeah. it was like this a a, secret, this attainable thing. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but as we all know, popularity cooled off in late two thousand and one. But it's still pretty successful today. Yeah, very successful. Um, some of the 
cultural influences of the game are the Pokemon Jets. Did you guys see those? No. no. There's uh, this airline in Japan called All Nippon Airways. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. And they currently have 10 Pokemon-themed airplanes in their fleet. And the paint job on the outside is all Pokemon. I did oh, see cool. that. Huh. And there's uh, the the flight attendants dress in Pokemon garb. And I guess the food containers are all Pokemon-themed. And uh, the in-flight entertainment is all Pokemon-themed. Huh. That's cool. I'd take a flight in that. Yep. There's two Pokemon that kind of look like a jet in the third generation. They could definitely model up completely after that. It's not even like that, though. Like, it's just cartoon pictures on the, the plane. That's the so plane awesome. will be, like, all pink, and they'll just be, like, park Pokemon on it. Like, Pikachu on the side. <laughs> or Turtle. Yeah. Just, just, like, cartoony like that. Um, there's actually the real-life Pokemon centers. There's two I, that I know of right now tokyo and osaka but one actually opened in new york city in 2001 but um was replaced with the nintendo world store but in in the new york city one they sold obviously sold lots of uh merchandise and had overly enthusiastic employees working there but they also had the ultra pokedex machine which contained at the time all the information about pokemon and tons of pictures from the comics and the video games and uh the cartoons and all that and they also had a pokemon trainer gym which uh, was a big gym with game pe- game cubes that people would play. Um, kids, obviously. Um, Super Smash Brothers and Lu- Luigi's Mansion were the games that you could play. And uh, gym, the gym badges from the games decorated the ceilings of the gym. Nice. I think it's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. They also had uh, the trading card game Playing Arena, where they had a bunch of tables that people could play. You guys want to get into that? Yep. Yeah. Right now. But the coolest thing that the Pokemon Center had was the Pokemon Distributing Machine. And what you did is you brought your game cartridge in with you, and you stuck it in the machine, and you had to leave an empty spot on your team, and it would add a rare Pokemon to your team, oh. usually an egg form. So you could go, uh, I guess it was once a week, you could go. That's pretty cool. And get a rare Pokemon. That nice. is pretty cool. A good way to get people into the store. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Uh, Pokemon appeared on the cover of Time in 1999. I didn't see the cover for that. but I'm going to look it up. That. I mean, that's the height of their success, really. Yeah, I was going to say it was dominating the world at that point. Yep. That's why South Park made, made an episode about it. Chin Pokemon. Yep. Uh, <laughs> did you guys... Did anybody talk about the seizure? The Pokemon seizure? No. no. That was such a big deal. This is actually... It's interesting because this is the first I... I can remember this of hearing about Pokemon. The first day I ever heard of it was after this cartoon came out. Um, an episode of the, the Pokemon cartoon Computer Warrior Porygon on December 17th, 1997 sent... Almost 700 Japanese children to the hospital mm. from uh, epileptic seizures. So I actually got on YouTube to see if I could see, watch the episode, and it's on there. Um, somebody posted just the scenes that caused the seizures, and it's just like bl- blue and red flashing lights. Didn't actually, didn't give me a seizure. Pretty sweet cover on time, actually. Is it? It's got Who's on there? War Turtle? Uh, Blastoise, Poliwhirl, Pikachu, Mewtwo, Charizard, and Psyduck. It's just like... Uh, Rainbowy colors and it says Pokemon across the bottom. Mm-hmm. Nice, but that seizure episode aired before the game actually came to the United States. Yeah, I was going to say because it didn't come out until 1998. Right, late 1998. Yep. Can, can I read the caption that's under it? Yeah. For many kids, it's now an addiction. Cards, video games, toys, a new movie—is it bad for them? Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> Couldn't to, get away from that. <laughs> no, to look back on that now, that's really funny. It's because yeah. like, we're, we're still fighting the same battles today. <laughs> yeah, and one of the controversies surrounding the game is the, I mean, I joked about it earlier, but the idea of evolution and, um, you know, a bunch of Christian folk don't take kindly to that. But the uh, 
the Vatican actually issued a statement saying this is an imaginative and yeah. fun game yeah. and we have no problem with it. Yeah. So, you know. But that doesn't stop people from still getting yeah, upset. That doesn't stop Christians who don't know what the Vatican still griping. believes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, so I watched that, the the Pokemon seizure thing, and it didn't bother me. Some of the comments were funny, though. Um, some people are like, this didn't give me a... <laughs> cut off. Cut off. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Uh, people are funny on the internet. Yes, they are. <laughs> uh, fun uh, facts. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Raiden was actually the first Pokemon ever designed. Really? Despite popular belief. And he's the 112th Pokemon in the Pokedex. Huh. So, and I think uh, Mew is the first one to be licensed. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Uh, most valuable Pokemon card is the, again, this is a little bit old, this information that I found, 2010 maybe, late 2010, 2011. Most valuable Pokemon card at that time, anyway, it was the Pikachu Illustrator card, which was created for a competition only, um, and six were printed, cur- or then valued at $20,000. Oh my Holy gosh. Wow. Shit. Uh, Saudi Arabia banned Pokemon in 2001 because they claimed it promoted Zionism and gambling. Which is interesting. Uh-huh. And there are 649 Pokemon in the how, National Pokedex. How would that promote Zionism? I don't know. I don't know much about Zionism. So It's just the, the belief that the Jewish people are going to repopulate their homeland, Israel. Uh. How, does, how do they draw that comparison? That doesn't Easy. make any sense. Easily, Dan. I can make that comparison. Do it. No. Fine. I, can't, I don't know. I don't see any similarities. Yeah, I don't know what to tell no, you. No, no. I mean, the, the hidden theme is that Japan wants to take over America. As exposed by South, South Park's Park, yeah. episode, Chin Pokemon. Yeah, they're training the kids to become soldiers in <laughs> the United States. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> that is genius. So, uh, a lot of the information I got from this stuff was from the Bulbapedia, oh, which okay. is the Pokemon Encyclopedia. <laughs> Yeah, when I did searches, a lot of the websites I came up with were Angel Fire websites, which yeah. I wasn't sure even still existed. Oh yeah, they're still there, aren't they? Aren't they the only one? Like GeoCities is gone, probably. Like Angel yeah. Fire is still there. The only one left over from the what late te- late nineteen nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, I did try to find the rarest Pokemon uh, game, Pokemon, and I. Sort of came up with an answer, but I'm not really sure because I don't know all this weird stuff surrounding it. Is, I might know. Arceus? Nope. Um, he's a legendary Pokemon. I don't even know what game he's in, but apparently uh, you have to get this item called the Azure Flute, which was an item only given out at special Nintendo events. And with the Azure Flute, when you use it, you get taken to the special place where you can capture Arceus. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. I know, I know what Arceus looks like. It's the fourth generation, I think. Fourth, yeah, he is. A, he started in the fourth generation. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I guess nowadays it it's not as rare because um, with the 3ds they can do a lot of online events and give you that item oh, that way. Okay. Yeah, because it connects to the internet. Right. I have some cool. po- Pokemon facts. Let's yeah. hear, man. Uh, it's main, mainly about Pokemon. You know the three legendary birds in the first generation: Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even realize Articuno has Uno for one, Zapdos has Dose for two, and Moltres has Trace for three. Oh, I didn't even come up with that, hmm. and I've been a huge Pokemon fan my whole life. Um, there's that one, and then uh, the Pokemon Ekans is Snake backwards. Uh, yeah. Arbok is Cobra backwards, and there's a bunch of other ones. And mm. another one is, I don't know, 
uh, the only legendary, if you guys know the Pokemon, but the only legendary Pokemon Ash hasn't encountered in any of the animes or the movies is Raikou, and that's the Thunder Dog. He ha- doesn't encounter? Has not encountered yet. Interesting. Which is weird, because... Is the cartoon still airing? I think, I don't know they're if they went on to the new generation. Because yeah. last night, they were at four. Yeah. I know they were doing a fourth generation, but they probably are still doing it. Are, is Jesse and James still the... Team main, Rocket? Yeah. I think so. The main bad guys? <laughs> that just get thwarted Jesse every James. time. Yeah. Which is another Western. Yeah. Jesse James. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even make the outlaw. And there's uh and the pop singer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know who that is, I but don't either. she <laughs> sings a popular song. Uh, shut up. And there's other uh <laughs> there's another uh hmm. Butch Cassidy. Aren't Butch and Cassidy characters in the cartoon too? Uh there's Brock. I don't know. I remember Brock. Butch and Cassidy. Probably. Wait. Yeah. Butch I remember and I remember a Butch Maybe. Yeah. All the cities in the first one are named after colors, too. Yep. There's Emerald City. Cerulean. Cerulean. Oh, they're all green. Corey, you're right. Butch and Cassie are uh, they're partners, actually. Yep. Greenish colors. Aren't they all greenish colors? Vermilion. Saffron. Vermilion. Saffron City. Saffron, That's green, yeah. too, right? Yes. Isn't there? There's fuchsia. fuchsia? Jade. Is Jade? Emerald. Yeah, Emerald City. Emerald there's, City. There's Fuchsia City. That's there's true. Fuchsia City. Is yeah. it not in the first one? Isn't yeah. there? Isn't there one that's like Cinna, Cin, Cinnabon? I know what you're. Yeah. Tra- I know what you're talking about. Is Cinnamon? Cin- Cinnabon? Uh, Pokemon cities? What? I don't know. Yeah, per- Pokemon first generation cities. But real quick, um, in the red and blue version, there's 37 unique sound clips, and they're just played in different. Uh, <coughs> sorry, different pitches and like backwards to come up with the different sounds. And in gold and silver, there's 30 unique sound clips for the Pokemon. Yeah, I, I read that too. That's pretty interesting. That is interesting. We're looking for Pokemon cities. Gimli yeah. is growling at something. Maybe he doesn't want us to. Maybe he wants us to move on. Hmm. Cerulean. Cerulean. Yeah. That's green, isn't it? I don't know. We need a, a lady down here to. Where's Tyler when you need him? Yeah, <laughs> or Tyler. <laughs> okay. Oh, there we go. There we go. Pewter City. Pewter. Cerulean. Pewter's not green. No. Uh, Vermilion, Celadon, Fuchsia, Saffron, Cinnabar. Cinnabar. There was Fuchsia. And Viridian. Oh, you Vir- remember, wasn't wasn't there rumors that you could get, what Pokemon was it that you could get in red and, red and blue that yeah. everybody tried to do? Like, was it Mewtwo? Mewtwo, yeah. there was Which not- one is the one you could only get through the Mewtwo? Mewtwo. Glitch. Well, I don't think he was a glitch because what you did is... There was a glitch Pokemon, though. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Because you could get Mewtwo. It was off an island from the city Misty was in, I think, Cerulean. It was a little mm-hmm. island that you had to get surf, and you could go off of... Uh, it was, like, to the left of the city. Yeah, there was a glitch Pokemon, and it was... I think it was all question marks for the name, and then it yeah. was, like, just random stuff on the... Yeah, who was that? I don't remember. And the, the only way to do it was with, like, a Game Shark or something, wasn't it? Uh, I don't recall. I, I don't, think so. Do we have a Game Shark? I think we borrowed somebody's or I something like one. that. Maybe. maybe, yeah. Maybe we got it through Eric. I don't know. But I can just remember uh, going to Game Winners. Remember going to GameWinners.com oh, for yeah, all the yeah. game cheats and stuff, and people would post these ones that were never confirmed. But I'd try them all, and none of them would work. One had something to do with the truck. Remember that truck that was outside one of the cities? Yeah. They said you could flip it or something. I don't know. Just like the weirdest stuff that. 
people claimed worked but really didn't. Didn't, yeah. yeah. Not not very many of the, not very many of those tricks worked. Anyway. No. Yeah, I remember. Favorite Pokemon? I've got one. I got one too. Go for it. Mankey. Man- ah, I remember you liking Mankey. Yeah. And what's the Primeape? Primeape. Primeape was the evolved version of Mankey. <laughs> what was it you liked about Mankey? I don't know. His name. It was cute. Yeah. Well, it was like a little. It was like a little fur ball with legs and an arm, yeah. but like monkey form. It I'm would pulling him up. Do yep. that with its arm, like have it up in the air. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. There's Mankey. I, I like Mankey. <laughs> he is cute. He's kind of an angry little guy, though. Well, yeah, he? so was I. <laughs> yeah, he's angry. He looks like, looks like he's going to do like a karate kid kick. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and I gave him, I always taught him dig with, what did you oh, use man. to give abilities? There was like TMs a, and um, yeah. HMs. Yeah. I would give I would give him dig and because he was really fast, so I would use dig immediately. What does that stand for? Uh, oh, God, couldn't tell you. TMs and HMs. Too much. How much? Yeah. How much? <laughs> yes, that's that's got it. it. Must be it. That's a good question. No, after no after you said dig, it made me think of not my favorite Pokemon, but one of my favorite was Doug Trio. Oh, oh yeah. And if you used Trio. dig with him for whatever reason, I don't know, it seemed to work really well. Yeah. It, <laughs> tons it, of damage. It, it did a lot of damage to every Pokemon, except did maybe it didn't hit flying ones. Flying ones, like it wouldn't. Pidgeotto and yeah. Pidgeot. Yep. I found a funny picture of Doug, Doug Trio. <laughs> Can I see it? Yeah. I wish people could see what we're talking about. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Not a uh, accurate portrayal. Oh, of good Lord. Or is it, Corey? <laughs> Is we that should, what Doug Trio look like underground? Uh, we should uh, we should have like a little competition. Everybody that sends us feedback will email that picture too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, good. you've got one coming your way. <laughs> That's a good picture. Yeah. Go so, ahead, Will. You had yeah. oh uh, favorite. I have two. It's the same type of Pokemon. It's Growlithe, who was the the first evolu- evolution, and then like my favorite is Arcanine. Growlithe's pretty sweet. Yeah, I remember that one. I don't remember Growlithe. You guys don't see a picture of Growlithe? Of those. I'll look it up on my... All right, here, Corey. Yeah, I want to see this. This. It's like a dog mixed All right. with a tiger. But Didn't he have like a fire spell or something? Yeah, like? it was fire, but Ar- his evolution, Arcanine, was so awesome. Arcanine. And I remember Gary always had it in oh. the games and in the cartoon, and I was always so mad because it was my favorite. I remember that now. What Pokemon just sucked? Yeah. Magikarp? Yeah, it just did Splash. Yeah. <laughs> But then it would evolve into the best Pokemon, Gyarados. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was like that. a big sea serpent. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because looking. because I think they made a joke about how in the game didn't they make a joke about how worthless Magikarp was? But if you had patience and cartoon, well, was that it was an episode? I think yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that if you had patience with it and leveled it up, it turned into a pretty powerful. Well, one. Well, yeah, you got to nurture your Pokemon. Yeah. Love them. Just pet them. Corey, and... what's your favorite one? Nido Queen. How do you spell that? Really? N-I-D-O queen. Oh, one word. Yeah, because it was uh, Nidorina was was the um, <laughs> unevolved form, and it was kind of crappy, but once you got it to Nido queen, <laughs> I don't know if I gave it the ability slam or if it just had the ability slam. I think it had the ability slam. But it would just do a ton of damage. Can I see a picture? Because I don't remember. I'm going to show you this picture. <laughs> okay. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> These are very inappropriate pictures of Pokemon. Oh, Jesus Christ. I found a good one of Arcanine, too. At least they made it anato- anatomically correct. 
I highly suggest you go online and look up your favorite Pokemon picture. Oh my god. Because there's probably something dirty, dirty, dirty. What's that one? That's Arcanine, oh but in female god. form. She's teasing me. <laughs> oh boy. Oh my god. Anywho, my, mine was Raichu. Oh, nice. uh, Pikachu's yeah. evolved form or metamorphized form. I don't want to offend any <laughs> listeners. Yeah, Raichu. He's pretty sweet. Ash wouldn't evolve it in the cartoon. <laughs> I know. Do you know Ash is supposed to be 10 in the cartoon? Really? Brock, Brock's 15 and Misty's 12. What? Jeez. Ash is way more mature than that. Yeah, he is. He really is. It's almost embarrassing. Super mature. I'm ten year old. I remember there were some awesome Pokemon in the first generation, Alakazam and Gengar, but you couldn't evolve them unless you traded. Yeah. Yeah, really, there were a few that were that like really that. sucked because Alakazam and Gengar were the best, but like you couldn't do anything unless you could trade. And some of them you didn't want to evolve until they got a certain ability. Yep. Like, um, like Pikachu. Yeah. Pikachu learned like because all you needed was that Thunderstone to evolve Pikachu. Yeah, and Pikachu so could do it at any time. Pikachu would learn like Thunder, maybe. Yeah, at, like level thirty, maybe or something like something that. Something really, something really good at like thirty. Yeah. So you, you would hold out. You could evolve a lot of Pokemon. You like you had the choice through level or Firestone, like for I think Arcanine or Growlithe to Arcanine. You yeah. Do that. You had a lot of Pokemon cards too, right? Oh yeah, I had a, a ton. Did I ever play with you? We I, should get into it. I used to. I think I used to make you and um. Our dad play. Because I did that with Yu-Gi-Oh. I'd always make dad play, and he'd have no clue. Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Yeah. I'd give him, like, the crappy deck on purpose. <laughs> just Because you hated to lose. Yeah. It just it boosted my confidence, and he had, like, no clue how to play. Yeah. But he, he would do it. Sure. Which, which was awesome. Oh, was uh, Yu-Gi-Oh similar to Pokemon? I don't really know anything about it. Not nearly as cool. It was just, like, a card with, like, a monster on it. And, like, they had it a had, cartoon and stuff. Did yeah. they have video games? Uh, the I video think... games were awful, but the cartoon was pretty cool. You, Digimon. 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 That's probably thinking what of. you're thinking of. Yeah, that is what I'm thinking of. Which, uh, Eric, what was that PlayStation Monster game? Rancher? Monster Rancher. I was Rancher. just going to bring that oh, up. Oh, man. Monster talk, Rancher was sweet. Talk about an addicting game. Do they have that on the PSN network? I don't think so. Because I would get that tonight if they Yeah, did. man. I played that religiously. I can remember, uh, this is going way back, but uh, one of our friends... <laughs> Gimli um, got these ready for us. Oh, thank you. Gimli brought us tissues. Uh, one of our friends. <laughs> Thanks, Gimli. It was when we used to have our all-nighters and we all hang out. With and Jared's. Yeah, one of our friends played that game all night. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we were going somewhere and he didn't want to. He wanted to keep playing. Yep. So one of our other <laughs> friends just pulled the power cord out. <laughs> I didn't pull the power cord, did I? No, you didn't. That would be such a Our friend Kyle one. did. Oh, I could totally yeah. see that. So you yeah. can imagine putting a lot of Who time into something. Uh, your brother-in-law. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a fun game, man. Yeah. We Yeah, we used to play at Jared's. Played some good shit at Jared's. I miss Pokemon. Yeah. I do too, and if I get a 3DS, which I'm probably going to, I'm getting a Pokemon yeah, game. Yeah, I'm with you, Eric. Are Let's... you going to try and catch them all? Yeah, I'm going to try and catch them all. Such a noble goal. Really. I agree. Yep. I've already mapped out my Pokemon buying schedule when I Have start you? working again. Yeah, what are you getting? <clears throat> I'm gonna get probably Soul Silver and borrow, uh, borrow Heart Gold from somebody, but then I'm gonna buy either Diamond or Pearl. And what, then what's for the 3DS? Black or white? Well, they're all are they they're all DS. They all they're can all be used. Yeah. So Diamond and Pearl is for the uh, you can play on the DS. Uh, Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and then White and Black. 
I think white and black too are also just DS. It doesn't have to be 3DS. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get like one of the white and black, buy Soul Silver, borrow Heart Gold, get Diamond or Pearl, and then get like Sapphire and I have Leaf Green. You still have Leaf Green and you can play it. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. That's they, cool. They still fit into the DS, which is awesome. Yeah. Definitely. So that's my Pokemon buying schedule. Sweet man. And it's not it's not expensive either, because a lot of them are old. Right. Okay, that's all I got for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Anyone else have anything to add? I don't think so. I don't think I do either. I don't have any riveting Pokemon stories. I, so long ago. I know I did, but I, of course, forgot them when I was sure. doing the planning for this episode. It's <laughs> the way she um, goes. I know. I got to write stuff down as soon as I think of it, because otherwise yeah. it's out of my brain, probably for good. I wish there were an easier way to do that. Write stuff down. Oh. <laughs> I guess you could carry around a little sound recorder and just... That's what a cell phone's for. But yeah, I put stuff I'm, on my cell phone. I'm, I'm too stupid to do that when it... I have it like a little notepad app Yeah, I, I use the, the notepad app yeah. on my phone. It's too... It, even that's like... Well, my phone sucks. It's so old and on its way out, but anyway. I, iPhone 5 in June. Yeah, I've, I've June? heard that. That might be the case, <gasps> yeah. It's possible. Now I might wait. Damn it. I heard that. They're, and they won't obviously announce it until like two weeks before it's right. going to come out because that's well. I mean, things. I'm not due for upgrade till middle of May anyway. Yeah, so maybe yeah, wait. Just hold out a little bit. I will. Fuck. I want to change so bad. That's the rumor, anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for our main segment. The song you're going to be hearing during the break is also from Carsey Blanton, named "Together Too Long" from her album "Idiot Heart." So we'll be right back right after that. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 37 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. <clears throat> we are on to our feedback segment. Uh, a little dry this week? Uh, dry, yeah, dryish. Oh. Uh, let's see. You know I like my feedback wet, Dan. Yeah, I, mean, I like my feedback People wet. People got to start scratching some wet scabs and off. And yeah. We've got a couple things. Uh, Listen up our feedback. Two, two from Chase, who asks, 
or says, you guys didn't talk about the Final Fantasy VI music. I mean, come on, that music is so good. The Town of Zozo and Kefka's theme music. Which, we did talk about it, but we realized it was during one of the breaks and yeah. not on the episode. <laughs> well, I think I think we did make some mentions of it during the yeah. episode. We didn't give it its full due. No. Which because we, we did off air. Yeah, 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 we did. Because the music really is amazing in Final Fantasy VI. Because I remember we talked about Shadow and Celis' theme. Yeah. I thought we did on the podcast. I could be completely wrong. Yeah, no, yeah, I think we did. And I remember Eric saying that he liked the music about it. Yes. I think that was definitely on air. Yeah. Was it? But but most of the gushing <laughs> over how good the music was was it's off air. Off air. Yeah. We, we think now. Mm-hmm. I can remember loving the Locks theme for years. Yeah. Good. It's great music. Setzer's theme is, is awesome. It is great music. Setzer's theme is Celsus, awesome. Yeah. The yeah, I like how they all have themes. That's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Agreed. Because, I mean, every time you hear it, yeah, you it paints the picture in your head of the character. It's great. Mm-hmm. I, I like I have uh, on my iPod first generation iPod I have in my car has all my old Final Fantasy music on it, and every time it comes on, it's awesome. And the the medley, um, there's a medley on there from Final of my Final Fantasy six songs that's orchestrated. It's really cool. Oh, nice, a full full out orchestra, not uh, yeah, really, yeah. Where'd you get that? Uh, one of the one of the albums, really. That I bought back in, the, like I said, that's the first generation iPod, so I got it. I don't know, that's eight years ago, probably. Right, at okay. least. Sweet. <clears throat> okay. Um, the second one is also from Chase, who said, uh, "I used Locke and Cells because of the romance, Sabin because I want always wanted to be fit, and Shadow because fucking Ninja." Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I you right know, agree with those choices. Those are all good choices. Um, the next piece of feedback was from Michael Nelson. Said, after listening to the last episode, you've convinced me to play Final Fantasy VI. Uh, just curious, favorite console ever? Eric. I would say N64 mm-hmm. for me. Because some of the games we talked about tonight, Power yep. Racer, there was an awesome wrestling game, which I never remember the name for. No, that was a sweet game, yeah. though. GoldenEye. Star Fox, Donkey Kong, I mean... Remember Star Wars Shadows of the Empire, too? Did you have that one? I don't think I did. I think Graham had that one. Yeah, I mean, N64 was awesome. It was a sweet system. I'm going to have to go with Super Nintendo. Uh, my favorite RPGs of all time are pretty much on, on Super Nintendo, with the exception of the, obviously, you know, Mass Effect series. Uh, you know, uh, Earthbound was one of them, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI... I know there's Super Mario RPG. There's a ton of good games for the Super Nintendo. Mario World is obviously a classic. Chrono Trigger, I think, is on PSN, right? Yeah. 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 I was thinking about downloading it because I remember that you really liked it. Yeah, it's great. It, it was on iOS. It's on iOS, yeah, too. I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't played it, though. Okay. That's a sweet game, too. I'm, I don't know. It's hard to play like that type of game on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. It's it, it would be better with a uh, It's with tactics, too. Yeah. But I ended up beating it. On your phone? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I still have to get it for the iPad, but yeah. it's like 17 bucks or something. Well, yeah. you, once Apple makes its controller. Yeah. Yeah, see, I'll be a little more. I guess there already are controllers, um, third-party developed controllers, but I, good. I'm not sure I'd trust it. No. You know, that's something you definitely want to look into before you go out and buy. Yeah. What was your guys' favorite consoles? Ugh. I would have to say my 360, though, would be second. Yeah, I was thinking... My PS3, because it has a lot of the games that I liked to play on other consoles, like Final Fantasy VI and Chrono yeah. Trigger and all that stuff. It has the older ones. Um, 
I don't know. It's got Netflix on it. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's almost unfair to compare yeah. though, because like the 360 has everything. Yeah. yeah, and the online capabilities playing with your friends is just so much better. But yeah, I would say I probably have the fondest memories of the Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's right. But I then again, we never really had a PlayStation or a 64. I had a PlayStation. Yeah, he did. did. Mm-hmm. That's how we played remember. Tactics and everything. I can remember like Final Fantasy VII. Our dad borrowed one for a while there. Yeah, and I bought one once I started working. Oh, okay. And I bought Final Fantasy VII, and what other game did I get with it? I don't remember. Crash Bandicoot? Maybe. No, I want to say it was maybe Tomb Raider. <laughs> the first Tomb Raider was sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Then our cat it was had the same one on it. That was on P- PC, right? Uh, it was I the one know. on PlayStation. I don't know. I don't remember. Will, what was your favorite console? I don't know. It's hard to say. Probably the 360, because like Corey said, it does yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, I've had so much fun on with my... I mean, a lot of my more favorite games are 360 mm-hmm. games. And not only, not only because they're most recent, but because they're really like incredible games. And I really only... I mean, Eric's right with the 64 was a sweet system, but I mean, Super Nintendo probably would, yeah. would have to be my favorite system of all time. Super Nintendo would probably be my second. Yeah. So... So, yeah, I think that's it for the feedback. So thanks, Chase and, and Michael Nelson, for the Ch- feedback. Chase did also mention, I think it was on Twitter, that he got that new Resident Evil game. Oh, yeah. Raccoon City, the one that got terrible ratings. Yeah. <laughs> he said he likes it. I don't know. He said yeah. he was having fun with it. There's something to like about every game. I guess. Something redeeming. Yeah. Every game can be a paperweight. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. He, I, he was actually, I saw that he was playing it before I came over here. But... Okay. Well, thanks, thanks, guys, for the feedback. We appreciate it, as usual. Uh, on to news. Corey, why don't you take us take us away? Well, my news is special this week because after I read the initial article, um, I really got into it. Because apparently there's this game called Prime World that's coming out. And uh, the, the developer Nivel, Nivel Interactive, I believe, is the full title are doing it's it's a marketing strategy but what they're doing is they're offering discounts to female gamers um i'm not sure hang on a second because i think i have the the credentials from the article yeah the name of the article is prime world offers discounts to women encourages mixed gender play and this is by eric kaoli from gama sutra was where i read it but the uh original port was actually published on penny arcade a uh, little quote. Nivel's upcoming strategy title, Prime World, will offer special considerations for female players, including cheaper microtransactions and incentives for male gamers to team up with them. Um, and uh, apparently mixed gender teams are granted bonuses within the game. The game is like a League of Legends type game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, it's actually connected with your Facebook account, so that's how they can verify gender. Uh, it's a PC game. That's and, invasive uh, on my privacy. Well, yeah, that's that's another complaint. But it's a PC game, and it has a linking mini-games playable on Facebook, Android, and iOS. Um, so I, I started thinking about that, and I'm like, how is it fair to charge somebody a lesser price uh, based on their gender? Oh, and, well, I don't know. Ask car insurance company. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's exactly it. Um, so I looked it up, and it's it's actually called gender price-gender discrimination. Health insurance is the same way. Price-gender discrimination. Um, and it's actually against the law in... Uh, some places, and the most uh, official evidence I could come up with is the, the whole state of California is pretty strict on that, um, and uh, Miami-Dade County in Florida. For rejecting it or embracing it? Uh, it's illegal there. Oh. 
yeah, it's called price gender discrimination, and mm-hmm. it's illegal there. Um, however, there's always loopholes with these things. Um, so in the case of California, I read uh, pedicure. A uh, man went in to get a pedicure, and it costed him $10 more than it costed cost a woman. And I guess there's a loophole that if if the difficulty of the treatment is, is no different, is no different than it's illegal. But if it's harder, like in the case of a pedicure for a man, generally it would be harder um, because they don't go as often. I don't know. Like it's all it's all lawyer stuff. Like I don't really know. Bullshit. Exactly. Well, and part of the th- problem was a man was going to get a pedicure. Well, the first part. Yeah, well, that's that's, first that's the this anecdote that I read is um, he called the place and asked for a pedicure and they gave him a price how much it would cost to get a pedicure and they gave him a price and he went in and they charged him ten dollars more. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they didn't quote him an accurate price. Well, he figured so they figured he was asking for his wife. Oh. is what they told him. <laughs> well, that was their mistake then. Yeah, yeah, but it's the same with hair salons. You know, yeah. uh, depending, it doesn't matter what kind of cut. It's always more for a woman. That's true because I just got my hair cut at Cost Cutters, right? Which is normally fifteen, but I had a coupon. So there you seven, go. Seven ninety-five. Well, Cost Cutters is ten dollars on Wednesdays. Ten dollars on Wednesdays. Yeah, but I, I, I can't go, go on Wednesday. Me too. I always I like to take save advantage that money. of that. Yeah, but I always tip three bucks. So. I always tip five. I tip You're five. You're a generous too. man. Um, it's unfortunate though because I used to love going to my barber, but he doesn't cut my hair right anymore. I don't know. It's just always done better when I go to the. Well, now that you're famous, the Poodle Palace. You gotta go. I require true. a little more. Uh, yeah, a you little know, more pomp. Love. I had a lot of hair cut off my head. It was sickening. Yeah, yeah you did. But you got rid of your hockey mullet. Yeah, but anyway, I, just... I don't. I got to quit changing the subject. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so the, I went to the my I uh, found Miami Dade's legal literature based on price gender discrimination, and it reads as follows, which is interesting. Under these laws, a business is this is one of the loopholes. Under these laws, a business is permitted. They're talking about the gender price discrimination laws. Under these laws, a business is permitted to charge a different price if the goods or services involve more time, difficulty, or cost. In other words, consideration must be given to the quality and complexity of the goods or services to determine whether or not the consumer has been discriminated against. But in this case, for Prime World, the it's it's no different. You know, for a man or a woman to play the game, there's no extra. Um, work that has to be done to right. get female or male gamers to play or anything. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> However, it also reads on their website that limited legitimate discount programs based on gender are also permitted if they are not designed to exclude or deny others from the program. For example, it is all right to advertise ladies free on Monday night as long as men are not prevented from patronizing the establishment. So I thought to myself, well, okay, I guess the fact that women are getting discounts wouldn't um, hinder men's ability to play the game but then i kind of thought that the case could be made that uh somebody a male could actually have a harder time like finding a team or whatever because there's an influx of female players and in a way i mean legally i think that would be a valid argument yeah it'd be interesting to see but anyway yeah there's just there's various laws like this throughout the country um against price gender discrimination it'll be interesting to see if any of that plays into the release of this game or or if that model is successful, if it comes out in later stuff, because, you know, you're talking about, you know, games becoming a shell and you paying for right this, that, this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, if that filters into right. the next generation of games but, that are free to play with microtransactions, if they differentiate from male to female. Right. That could be. But, like, I, I mean, how do you guys feel about pricing games based on gender? stupid i agree uh, with eric but at the same time i don't i don't care 
You don't really care. Well, that's kind of how I felt. I'm like, whatever, they can do. Whatever I'm not going to play it, so I don't. But it's give just a the crap. first thing that popped into my head. It's like, how is that okay? You know. Yeah. And it led me to look up all this legal stuff. And I actually wrote uh, an article about it on my examiner thing. So check it out there. I mean, I articulated a lot better we'll, in writing that. Yeah, we'll put put the link on our blog post for your examiner article. Yeah, I mean, and there's other problems inherent in it, like changing sex. You, you can just go to Facebook and change your sex if you really want the discounts that bad or the team <laughs> bonuses, you know. If I change my sex to female on Facebook, nobody would, you know, bat an eye. They think you were making a joke. Exactly. It's just like, oh, stupid Corey. Corey's funny. But there's also, like, transgender gamers. Yeah. How, how are they going to be priced, you know? Right. Because, yeah. They don't they don't necessarily identify with either sex. And if their sex is checked through Facebook. Told you guys not to tell anybody. Yeah. Eric's got both parts. <laughs> that would like, make me a hermaphrodite. Like Cartman's mom. Yeah. You're going to have a little Eric Cartman. Wasn't it John Elway that she slept with? No, it ended up being that was one oh, of the Mr. choices. Oh, Mr. Garrison. No, it, well, she slept with everybody, but she ended up impregnating herself because she oh, had both the parts. <laughs> that was the joke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but she did sleep with everybody. <laughs> but I, I yeah, wa- yeah, I mean it's it's something that I don't feel like the government should get involved with. In. You know, if if consumers don't like it, they just don't. don't right. Pay, you know, don't. I'm right. not gonna play the game so well i mean it should definitely care. be left up to the states what they do i don't think it should be a federal right. issue um and each state can do what they want yeah. regarding it or the government should not be involved right yeah i don't know like if, as as a as a male first of all i'm not interested in this game so it's yeah. kind of hard for me to say that's that's whether how i I'd feel. play one way or the other that's how i feel um but if i was i feel like it would bother me to a certain extent but after a while, I just wouldn't notice it, you know? Yeah. I, I don't, I, yeah. I'd be like, well, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. I'd think it was stupid. Right. I do think it was stupid. But, I I mean, I'm a male that likes to sometimes play as a female character. I have female characters in my MMORPGs. And mm-hmm. my main Shep, Commander Shepard in Mass Effect 3, two, 1, 2, 3, is, yeah. is a female Shepard. And I would have to pay more to play as a female character. Which is yeah. stupid. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, it's it's a, like I said, it's a marketing thing. They're just trying trying to appeal to a broader audience. Right. Um, they wrapped it up in some nice PR la- package. Yeah, language saying you know it's not really a social experience if it's all men. Uh, it's not until you get the women in there that it becomes a true social experience. But and do all you this stuff? Do you think that's going to work to attract females just because it's cheaper? I don't think so. I was reading I some either. of the comments on this article, and people are like, as a female, I will not be getting this game. And it's not it, – maybe they're just not interested. Right. You know? Right. It, it doesn't have anything to do with it being cheaper. Yeah. They're just not something they're going to yeah. play. It's like it, – it's so much better if it's organic, you know, the, yeah. the uh, diversity in games. It, when it's forced like that, it's just – it comes off as cheesy and yeah. potentially gimmicky. Yeah. yeah. Gimmicky. I don't know. It kind of bothered me. But I, uh, I was pretty pumped because I wrote that article last night, and today I read IGN had a similar article and i was oh. like does not that happen before to you punch. Yeah. beat you to the punch yeah but they actually published theirs before me so they i just didn't even write it. i was doing uh why a final fantasy 6 remake would be now's the time for it oh yeah and as i was writing it i saw ign posted something almost exactly along those lines when you're like those shit jerks. if i had started a couple days yeah. earlier yeah but anyway i mean i only got like 74 page views on the thing so i'm not it's only about two days, though, right? Yeah, but usually that kind of stuff, if it's going to take off, you'll know right away. 
You mean like our Skyrim episode? Yeah. <laughs> well, that, oh, that, that did, one we didn't know right away. No, it took two months before yeah. it started down. It's just the way like crazy because it's a it's a news piece. So after a certain amount of time, it becomes less and less relevant rather yeah. than you know yeah. the evergreen content right of of Skyrim, which is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. But okay, uh, Eric, why don't you go ahead, buddy? You got it. Uh, this is from IGN. Um, all it says is it's by the IGN staff. I don't know. So, um, team it's effort. Titled, yeah, team effort. Teachers say little kids are acting out game violence. Uh, this is in the UK, apparently. Uh, educators <coughs> have conference calls for legislation to stop kids pretending to be game characters. Oh, Jesus. A few of the um, specifics they pointed out was <laughs> kids are, like, sitting in fake cars and pretending to throw themselves <laughs> out of them. <laughs> they see it in a video game. No, I was doing that as a kid, and I never saw it in a video game. No. Corey, you must have seen it in a video game. Oh, my God. (laughs) She says, we all expect, this is from, uh, she's a teacher at an elementary school in West Yorkshire. Her name is Allison Sherratt. Um, We all expect to see rough and tumble, but I have seen little ones acting out quite graphic scenes in the playground, and there is a lot more hitting, hurting, and thumping in the classroom for no particular reason. I say she about nailed it with no particular reason. Yeah. Not um, video games. Right. I, the reason's uh, parents not yeah. disciplining their exactly. kids. Because I remember I remember as a kid, you know, playing WWE or WWF, mm-hmm. you know, doing all those wrestling moves, you know, choke slams yeah. and, to each other, and then acting out scenes from, like, Star Wars and stuff as mm-hmm. a kid. We'd beat each other with uh, <laughs> wiffle ball bats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, you'd throw rocks at each other. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what we did as kids. We yeah, and our playground had uh, stuff that kind of resembled a car, and we'd always be driving it and like throw ourselves off and laugh. Yeah, and, because like, you'd fun. seen it in a movie. Yeah, or a TV show or anything. No, must have been video games. Yeah. Um, she also said notable correlation between children who admit to playing video games and those who come to school really tired. Well, well that I parents, won't argue. Their parents aren't putting them to bed then. <laughs> yeah, you know. Don't put don't put a TV in your kid's bedroom, or a TV in a <laughs> video game system if they're yeah. nine years old and don't know when to turn it off. Exactly. Oh, and they're also um, making gestures as if there was blood spurting from their bodies. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Isn't that just awful? That is there. How would they know, how would so they know blood came from a body if, if, if they never played video, video games? games? They yeah. wouldn't. They would have no idea. Or they had never seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> I don't know, but... Miss Allison Sherratt is a bitch. <laughs> I can just about assure you. So Yes. That was my article this week. Nice. Okay. Uh, I will go next. Wait, Will, why don't you go next? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Will's probably got to go to the bathroom. Uh, my article is called... Oh, good call, Will. Protesters plan day-long blackout of Modern Warfare 3. Uh, this is by Jim Sterling from Destructoid.com. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, th- Modern Warfare 3 players, angry at the lack of post-launch support, are planning a day-long blackout of the game in hopes that their concerns will be addressed. The plan was revealed in a YouTube video along with a detailed list of in-game problems that Infinity Ward needs to fix. Uh, quote from the video says, We have been, been ignored r- repeatedly when asking for quality post-release fixes to be implemented states the manifesto. Such issues include lag compensation, spawn problems, matchmaking issues, and land settings. Players also want death streaks removed, 
and assault streaks taken out of the support package. Uh, the blackout schedule will begin April 20th and will last 24 hours. So if you want more information from that, obviously the videos on YouTube, obviously just go to Modern Warfare 3 Blackout, do a search for. But I have no sympathy for these people. Who? The COD people that want all these changes. Oh. You keep buying the game, it's the same damn thing every that, time I mean, you buy it. I was going to say, I mean, that, that, that crossed my mind when I was reading yeah. this. Um, yeah, part yeah part of the problem is you for buying the game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're not going to change it if they're making that much money off it. And yeah. for probably every player that's that's upset with the game, there's ten that really don't care. What, yeah. What's a day one blackout going to achieve anyway? I don't know. Nothing. A one day blackout. It's like it's like people that go on gas strike for a day. It's like, well, you're either going to buy it the day before or the day after. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's not. Nobody's really losing any money because of a gas yeah. strike. It's the same thing. Like, okay, they'll just play it the second day. Yeah. And those problems will still be there. Yeah, I can't, I don't know, I can't see it doing anything. Yeah. But I mean, if you want, like Eric said, if you want to make a difference, don't buy the game. Or buy uh, every single map pack that comes out once a month. What What day is this going on? April 20th. 420. I'll make sure to get on that day. Okay. Just so that <laughs> well, the, I'll get on too. The <laughs> okay, real reason why there's a blackout is because everybody has something else. Everyone's going to be blacked out. Everyone's going to be baked. <laughs> You know people are going to get baked and be like, I'm oh, gonna pl- fuck it, let's I'm play gonna- Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> Man, I really need to call in a stealth helicopter. <laughs> yes, I agree. Do those even exist? No. No, I didn't think so. Oh. It's a stealth bomber. Stealth bomber. We wouldn't have known. No, I wouldn't have thought twice about it. I thought, hey, Modern Warfare 3, anything's possible. <laughs> how are these things organized anyway? Like, the whole, like, Mass Effect 3 thing, like, how does... How do I not know about these things coming up? Am I not? Uh, you probably don't spend enough time on forums and forums, stuff. Forums, yeah, yeah. That's true. I've never been. I've never participated in a forum of any kind. Yeah, I like to read posts sometimes, but I don't comment. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean by participated. I would be. What, what's that called? Someone that just reads and doesn't post anything. Lurker. Lurker. That's yes. what I am too. I'm on a Buffalo Bills message board. I uh, rarely post anything. Yeah. I mean, I do the same for comments for all these articles. I like to read them because a lot of them are really funny. But yeah. I, I don't bother to post because I wouldn't read what people said back to me, you know, so why why even bother? Yeah. I'll post something on Twitter about it mm-hmm. for my followers. Mm. The few, the proud. <laughs> okay. That's it for my news story. I don't know. It, that I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. I mean, like we said, they are... Part yeah, of the it was, yep, their fault for buying the game. Don't buy the game next time. Yeah, they, Infinity War doesn't care. But they're going to. Yep. They're going to be uh, buying Black Ops 2. When's Pro- that come out? Probably November. Oh, yeah. Definitely November. Even if half the <laughs> even if half the people don't buy it, oh, you mean normally four, would have. Four and a half million or whatever? Yeah. That's oh, still... didn't it sell nine million <laughs> units in a week? It's something So it's like probably that. more than that now. It's still one of the best-selling games. I didn't. I didn't buy a copy. I did. Oops. <laughs> Half of the thumbstick athletes are guilty of purchasing the game after saying they weren't gonna. Well, nobody wasn't. I'm nobody sure, was buying I'm it. I'm pretty sure I said I wasn't gonna. I don't think Will said uh, that. Okay. Well, nobody was gonna get it, so I figured. Well, I mean, it's kind of a huge release for. Yeah, you did have to talk fall, about it. And I was like, Well, if there's it's one like buying a Wii U, almost. Yeah, if there's one exactly thing we like have, it's a unique voice. Yeah. Don't join the masses. Yep. Never. 
Yeah. Well, we bought it, but we shit on it for That's plenty. True. That's true. Yeah, we did. I shit on it even though I've never played it. <laughs> yeah. But it's just not my thing, so. I haven't spent a significant amount of time with any of those <laughs> games, really. I played the first Modern Warfare. Yeah, the first one was it cool. It was awesome. It was, yeah, it was good. I never played it online, though. <laughs> I can remember Call of Duty 2, playing that one on the PC. I had three for Xbox, too. Was it PC? I don't even know. I, or 360, rather. Okay. It was a Medal of Honor guy. Yeah. But they're making a new one of those. Allied Assault. Allied Assault was Allied Assault. great game. Oh, yeah. Great game. Yep. People still play that online. The opening battle on the beach. Omaha Beach. Can't beat it. I remember um, playing online, and it was always on your account, and the name was Wesley Snipes, but I didn't know that. <laughs> and people would be like, hey, Wesley, and I wouldn't know that they were referring to me. <laughs> Wesley Snipes. He was using his little thumbs. <laughs> yeah, I was, little baby I was like... <laughs> like eight. Oh, oh! This is uh, slightly unrelated. Well, it is unrelated, but <laughs> I wanted to bring this up. I actually wanted to say this in, in nibble bits, but uh, Nvidia just released the GeForce GTX 680 video cards. Um, I think they're starting at around 500 bucks. Sounds powerful. Oh, nice. But they are extremely powerful. It's the top of the line video card for right for right now. So you mean the price of my laptop. laptop? Yeah. Well, I have to get a new video card in the summer for my computer but I don't, I'm not going to get a GTX 680 but it should lower the price of the cards that I'm looking at so right. that's a good thing yeah. I think you should get the best one yep 500 bucks think oh. of the graphics Dan yeah. I know and the, the well life. not only that not only the $500 for the graphics but I would have to upgrade the power supply probably yeah um, and probably maybe add a few fans here and there yeah to keep it cool and just put a fan behind it well it's got it's a fan, fan built into it yeah. But I would need to circulate the air in the computer better. Maybe we could have Tyler stand behind it and blow on it. <laughs> That's a great idea. There's probably going to be a better card. You'd probably just not call in and just not uh, show up. I don't know. I don't know how frequently they come out with better. Probably once a year. Once a year. Maybe every two years. I mean, the the it the 680 is just the best one. They'll start releasing other 600-level cards Yeah. pretty soon, probably. But Wow. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Well, you know what they say. Cool. What? Go ahead, Will. As soon as you, uh, yeah, as soon as you buy it, it's outdated. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just that's that is what they say. Penny saves a penny earned. Yeah, that too. Too many cooks get out of the fire <laughs> kitchen. Sure. <laughs> Can't take the blizzard. Will go ahead. All right. Uh, trolling will soon be illegal in Arizona. This is on Kotaku, written by Andrew. Uh, Torrentolo. <clears throat> uh, one of the internet's basic tenets, the right to be as much of a myopic, infantile jerk as humanly possible, is currently under attack in Arizona. A sweeping update to the state's telecommunications harassment bill could make naughty and angry words a class one demeanor or worse. <clears throat> and this is what it says. It is unlawful for any person with the intent to terrify, intimidate, threaten, harass, annoy, or offend to use any... Any electronic or digital device or any use of obscure, lewd, or profane language or suggest any lewd or lascivious act or threaten to inflict physical harm to a person or property of any person. Doesn't that violate my right to free speech? Exactly. But, Dan, it's digital, so it doesn't. It doesn't count since it's online, Dan. Mm -hmm. Come on. Get with the program. Uh, the bill passed uh, both the legislative houses last uh, Thursday and is now awaiting approval from Arizona Gover- Governor Brewer. Oh, God. What is going on in Arizona? I That's hope bad. I hope Brewer doesn't pass this. That's real bad. That is. 
It'll pass. Why? I think it's in response to all the bull- the cyberbullying crap that's going on. Yeah. It's like just take yourself out of it. Just delete your Facebook if exactly. you if you don't want to be cyberbullied. If people can't I don't know. If people can't take misdemeanor for being offensive. <laughs> I just shake I, my head at this stuff. Really. I do too. It's sad. It's very sad. How like what never mind. I always say if like if you can't handle what's said on the internet, just don't be a part of it. Like don't post stuff well, on Facebook or that, on forums or stuff if you can't can't handle the people that like to Troll you. Troll. I, to I, a point, I could agree, but there comes a point where somebody's just got to quit being such a dick. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, but should it have been a misdemeanor? I know no, what you're speaking No, of. it should come to me fighting the person. Well, right. that's the yeah, thing. Exactly. Back in and the day. being able to do that without worrying about getting arrested. Yeah. Back in the day, the guy who was an asshole would get beat up by the right. people who weren't. Exactly. But you can't do that anymore. God. I agree. Like I said... More progressive we get. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. I mean, it's 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 these assholes that can hide behind the internet to say things they wouldn't say otherwise in a public setting. You know. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've been known to troll on occasion. Um, nothing too bad. <laughs> Just I like to make jokes. Well, I, I troll my friends. Yeah, that's but you it. don't take yourself serious. No. You know I, what I, I mean? do. I mostly do it for laughs right. from the other people in the yeah, yeah. in the room or the the. It's forum different when I, it's somebody who like really believes the bullshit that's coming out of their mouth. <laughs> that is true. That is true. This is a uh, quote from the the bill supporters argue that the steps are necessary to prevent online bullying despite the public outcry the bill has seen very little resistance from elected officials. Of course. God. Because why why uh, represent what your constituents want, you know? Exactly. I don't know. I just don't like seeing this stuff happen. Well, it's Sensor. it's the whole Sensor slippery ship. yeah, it's the whole slippery slope argument. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people who'd be like, "Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a real good idea." Until you think about it, like, but they don't think about they it. They don't. They just say, "Oh, oh, stopping uh, offending people on the internet." Yeah, that that's good. I let's like that let's, idea. let's go with that. Hey. Yeah, I got out of my I got out of Facebook a long time ago, and I don't miss it the slightest. You made the right move, Dan. Yep, I tried because. I, at least once a day, the wife will complain about something someone said on Facebook, yeah. and I'm like, "Well, that's what you get." Yeah. Sorry, honey. Somebody <laughs> she's going to be listening to this at some point. Somebody on my Facebook posted today uh, about complaining about people's status updates, and it was in just a like status update in a status update. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, maybe maybe Facebook just isn't for you. <laughs> like, if it bothers you, and he listed all the stuff, like, I don't want to hear about your uh, cute nephew or you going to the gym or any of your rants or anything about sports. I'm like, that's like, what can yeah, people what post you that like you want to hear? About? How great you are? You're right. That person should just get out of Facebook. Yeah, it's like, if, if you're bugged by all that stuff, get out of here. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. My problem was, is um, I didn't really care what anyone thought. Yeah. So... Yeah. Exactly. What, why? Why am I reading? What other people? They probably didn't care what I thought. Right. So I just. I'm, well, that's I'm, exactly. I'm bowing it. out. That's exactly it. Like people uh, will criticize me for being on Twitter. They're like, "Well, what do you tweet?" Like as if anybody cared what I had to say. And I'm, and like you know what? I don't care whether anybody cares what I have to say. I do it because it's fun. Like yeah. I'll post something I think is interesting. If nobody's interested, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Real. Exactly. And I always, I mean, I defend Twitter too because <clears throat> I like Twitter a lot better. Um, you follow, I use it to follow. I keep up on news, you know, sports news, all that stuff. Like, Twitter's great. Oh it's, yeah, it's immediate. It's like that, yeah. you know. It's 
news breaks on Twitter before, before anything else. else. Yeah. Like I said, when I was following the whole Mario Williams to Buffalo thing, I literally was in a chair for hours refreshing Twitter yeah. every yeah. three seconds. Because you knew it was going to break there before yeah. anywhere else. It's like it having great. a conversation with everybody in the world yeah. all at once. And, and everybody has a unique pr- perspective. It's cool, too, because a lot of sports guys I follow on there do, like, giveaways with trivia contests and stuff. And yeah. it's, it's just, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. I don't know. I, I don't know. Just whatever. Internet trolling may become illegal in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> it should come down to fisticuffs. Yeah. Yeah. We should be able to duel. Yeah. Yes. Just a duel? Exactly. May the best man win. Yeah. And then you go on your way. Go on your merry way. Yep. I wouldn't want to fight. I anybody. guarantee you, if you got your some of your teeth knocked yeah, out. Yeah, damn, but you wouldn't deserve to be fighting. That's true. Because exactly. you don't ask for it. That's true. Some okay. of the best humor comes from internet trolling, really. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's why I do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. You see the funniest things on the internet. Yeah. I was watching a live stream of uh, uh, Beta that I was playing, and I was picking on the person that. not Nothing bad or, you know. Derogatory. Yeah, just you know, a couple barbs. At right, her. Yeah, well, not not even at you know at her, but you know, bringing up random things. But it was fun, and I was entertaining some of the people that were in the room, and that was my goal. And to get the <laughs> and to get the the host of the live stream off topic, did that a few times too. At a boy, Dan. At a boy. I never took you for an internet troll, Dan. Neither I w- I, he told me that, and I was like. <laughs> All right. It was fun. <laughs> You're that guy. <laughs> I'm, but I, as I said, I wasn't being mean to anybody. Uh, yeah. I was making people. I was brightening people's days. Had you had a few? No. It was oh. during the day. Oh, okay. So well, had you had a few? Yeah. <laughs> I put the baby down for a nap and dr- drank a 12-pack. We all know day drinking's fun, Dan. It is fun. I love day drinking. Okay. Uh, I think that's it for news, right? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't skip Yeah, Will. we better get out of I this d- one I didn't before. skip Will again. I get a little too hot over here. Okay. All right, we're going to take a quick break. The song you're going to hear during the break is on my notes, which is behind me. And I knocked over a beer can. Uh, The song you are going to be hearing during the break is the song Idiot Heart on the album Idiot Heart by Carsey Blanton. So we'll be right back right after this. Thank you. 
Welcome back, everybody, to episode 37 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are in what we played this week segment. Uh, I guess I'll go first because I didn't really play anything other than Mass Effect 3. Uh, I did mostly multiplayer, a little bit of the single player. I'm still doing my Insanity playthrough, but I maybe only played a couple hours in that. Um, but I've done a lot of online. Uh, I've come across some glitches this week, which are kind of annoying. Uh, one of them, my screen just went crazy when I was doing a multiplayer match, hmm. and I couldn't tell what was going on because everything was like focused to a point, like like it had drawn, like a black hole had drawn everything into it and was like in the middle. And everything was like all the polygons were like pointed into the middle, and I just couldn't see what was going on. So I ended up quitting out of that match because I, I just kept dying. Um, and my team was doing well enough that I would just revive at the end of the round, you know. So I, I quit out of that and started another one, and it had the same problem. So I don't know. I tweeted the the Mass Effect uh, support and told them about it, but, I mean, I never heard back. Yeah, they actually, I checked to see if they did, and they said, thanks for letting us know, we'll look into it. Yeah, um, but then I restarted the game and fired it up and didn't have the same problem. But uh, a lot of connection problems I've been having recently. Um, and it wasn't even necessarily with me, but someone on my team would get booted. Uh, it ended up, two of, two of our guys, we were doing a silver match, and two of the guys that were on my team got booted for having bad connections. Which sucks. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We ended up finishing the silver round just just me and one other guy really and we had the one on the the last round the 10th wave the one where you have to disable the the four different points which i think is the hardest one yeah um especially with less people yeah exactly with two people on the silver level against the reapers man it was tough but we how the hell did you do that uh the other guy was really good and i'm average (laughs) so i know the bronze matches took like 20 minutes of the silver ones take about that long 25 yeah probably a little bit longer yeah see that sucks because like you could be you know 15 20 minutes in and all of a sudden two people get booted and yep. you might have yeah and you have to finish up and then wasted uh, your time uh like a lot of times if the leader gets booted from the match the whole the whole thing will just get scrapped and even if you're halfway through you don't get like any experience for it Mm-hmm. which sucks yeah. and you know if you you use power-ups they're all gone you don't get those back so that's mm-hmm. kind of annoying um that said though i'm i've had a lot of fun with it it's, it's, it's a sweet still, mu- sweet multiplayer still fun yeah i'm still still digging it but that's all i played this week what levels your guy i have a couple guys that i promoted to the main i um, i think now i'm back i have a, an asari adept that's level like fourteen, but I promoted three characters. You got wow. good. You can the gear is interchangeable between characters, right? Once yeah. you have the gear, you yeah. have it for every character. Yeah, but I mean, I use the same gun for all my characters. It's the M13 Raptor, the semi-automatic sniper rifle. Oh, nice! But once I have a, like a soldier, I'm going to use you know different guns because mm-hmm. they're more less ability focused and more weapon focused. So, yeah. Did you spend any money on it? What the multiplayer? Can't you buy the pack? You can. I have you, you, but you can earn credits too. I just use credits. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I did when I played. I sp- I've spent a little bit of money on it. If I have leftover points, I will. Yeah, I was more uh, compelled to spend some money on that. Yeah, because I never do that. I never do the microtransactions in games. Yeah, but I just wanted to get my Galactic Galactic readiness up. It's easier with better gear. Yeah, because my guy sucked. Right. <laughs> Levels one starting out. What kind of guy did you make? It was an engineer. Well, with engineer, huh? Even though that's what you... Yep. 
I love it. I thought you'd want to try something. No. I don't like change. All right. <laughs> yeah, I made a... Uh, my first, obviously, was the Adept. My second was an Engineer. My third was a Turian Sentinel. Uh, I, I use that, too. Which was pretty, pretty sweet, because they had the warp and overload and then the tech armor, which if you're getting hit or you're going from cover to cover, you could turn that on and it, yeah. um, protect from some damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my my most re- my newest character. Those characters were all promoted because they got to level twenty. And that gives you twenty five points. Seventy five. Seventy five. Galactic readiness. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, if you get them high enough, you can not worry about having to do the multiplayer yeah. later on in the game. Yeah. But I mean, take a lot of points. But Groovy. yeah, that's all I played. So, who wants to go? I'll go because I didn't do a real lot. Oh, hey. Corey had a lot to play, so. I did do a little uh, multiplayer Mass Effect. I got the final character, the Durell Adept, which is the character I was trying to get for a long long time. Okay. So I did that. I got the Adept to, like, 12 or 13. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than that, I mean, I started my Infiltrator back up again. I have a Sentinel Turian, too. Um, But, yeah, still loving it, Mm -hmm. just like you. But I did start Pokemon Soul Silver. Uh, I started it up and brought back memories of playing that game with the uh, gold and silver version. I started off, uh, chose Cinequil as my starter, which was the, like, Grat-type Pokemon with the fire on its back. Mm-hmm. I don't know I'm if not you know. familiar with... You might if you see it. I don't think so. Did You, you weren't into the second, were you? I only played red and blue. Maybe, you... maybe a little bit of yellow. Mm-hmm. I don't think I had... S- no, I think I did get silver or gold. I had one. But I don't. Silver. I don't think I played it really. Yeah, I don't think I ever beat it. I think it was one of those things that I played for a while and just kind of lost interest in. Yeah. It. I don't remember. Do you remember yeah. which one Cyndaquil is? Yeah, with quills. Yeah. 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 No, I think uh, I think you I. Know, you know, you remember which one? I can't picture it, but I remember seeing. You know. Yeah, it's got like the long nose. But right. It's like kind of like a rat, but like also a uh... hedgehog. Yeah. That. Yeah. Exactly. I couldn't yeah. find the right animal. That's what it is. Okay. So I chose that one. <coughs> uh, sorry. Uh, got my Pokedex and then had to go to bed. <laughs> so I'm like 30 minutes in. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I just started my Pokemon journey. and I'm What gonna, time do you wake up in the morning? It's like 6.30. Oh. How oh. about you, Corey? <laughs> Whenever I feel like it. It's usually about 10, 10.30. Yeah. yeah. I'm That's like halfway usually. through school. I, I feel I'm the kind of person that needs a ton of sleep. To feel rested. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Usually that's like midnight to ten thirty. Mm-hmm. I only get like six hours every Ugh. night. If I get any more than six, I'm usually a sloppy mess. Me, me too. Right. Yeah. I wish I was like that. I hate needing so much sleep. And then I like to take a nap. Yeah. During the day. That's just Even it. if it's only fifteen minutes. That's just it. If if I get less than like nine hours, I end up napping at some point in the day. Yeah, I never take naps. Naps are for wussies. I, I like naps. They were inevitable for me, though. Hey, shut up. <laughs> I just hate the <laughs> idea of them. sleep. Yeah, it's, it's a waste of time. time waster. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. You get so much more done if mm-hmm. you just didn't have to sleep. Yeah. I love sleeping. Yeah, I guess that's right. why people do drugs. I like to sleep, too, but I don't, like Eric, I don't like the idea of having to sleep. Yeah, it's not that I don't like to sleep. I just don't like that I have to. Yeah. It's like, don't tell me what to do, yeah. body. <laughs> There's times though where you're just like, man, I can't wait to crawl into bed. Oh tonight. yeah, like after a night of drinking. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Boy, bed's gonna be sweet tonight. That's yeah. why, like, the idea of being on your couch excites me because <laughs> usually when I'm, when I'm there, I'm 
I've been out drinking. Right. And, like, it's just the most comfortable thing in the world. And, like, I curl up under the blanket and I just go, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> it's it's so nice. Heavenly. What were we talking about? Pokemon. Is that all you played, Will? <laughs> yeah. I just started my journey. All right. You started playing Journey? No, just started my journey. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go next, Corey, since you have a lot. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, so I played a ton of FIFA. I got back up to Division 2, and I started off... Actually, what happened was I was doing really bad in Division 3, and I thought I was going to get put back to Division 4. Reeled off seven straight wins. What? And got put back up to Division 2. What I had to resort to doing is playing as the best team. It's all right. Well... Eric, if you want to get ahead in life... I feel like a real asshole. I really do. You betrayed your, your integrity. Yeah, I did. The the main there's only the the big advantage is the one player they have Ronaldo he's like ridiculous mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty much cheating I scored five goals in the game with him earlier today um, yeah so I was I got off to a three game win streak I think on in Division two and I was like this is it I'm gonna make it to Division one no, three sir. game losing streak mm. twice uh, this has happened to me now it's driving me nuts but I keep playing. Had some good pro clubs matches today with Bill and Jeff. We won. Uh, we went three and one. Um, so that was fun. Um, Can I share the text you sent me? Yeah, go ahead. Eric texted me. We were talking about playing. I was talking about NHL, and he was talking about FIFA. And he said every time he loses, he feels like a member of his family dies. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I get like wicked depressed for like a minute. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, I better play another one. Yep. <laughs> Until the next one starts. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see what else. I played uh, demo for the game Closure, which was really cool. Um, I'll talk more about that when, when Corey talks about it. Um, I played some Call of Duty today. I actually Whoa. I got so fed up with FIFA, I was like, oh, I guess I'll play Call of Duty, which was I thought was going to be stupid because I thought I'd just get really pissed off again. But actually, I, I did pretty good at it, and I, I enjoyed it. I mean, you, you got to know what to expect. Yeah. you got to expect people to be sitting in windows, just sitting there, you know? Camping, and I play domination, so there's probably not as much of that going on because you got to get get the flags. Yeah, you got to move around. There was one guy in particular though that just every map I played on, he was camping at base A, just mm. camping the flag. Yeah, good no, for you, him. Well, you flash bang him and then you go around and kill him. Right. But, so there's a strategy to to, get, to rooting out campers. Yeah, there is, but it, it can be tough because because if you get a smart camper. It right. moves a spot, okay. stays in the same area, but a different spot every time. You're like, oh, shit. I feel, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of the campers are people that just aren't very good at the game. I don't know. Could I don't know. I had one of my friends who's wicked good at the game started just camping and guys killed up to like, still, to like four. Still like wins matches and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Four. Maybe I guess I'm wrong. He's insanely good. I, I just know like from experience, it's, it's, I do better if I camp. Yeah, um, but even that better isn't very good. So, <laughs> well, you got to be smart about camping because, right. th- and I'm not. I got pretty good at it because I used to snipe, and you have to camp when you snipe. Yeah. Obviously, um, you just kind of gotta move around, but you don't have to move around a lot. Right. Just it's after just, you just hit enough fire to shot. get in their head. Like, right. You just kind of gotta get in their head and be like, "Oh shit, I, I, he must probably not in the same spot. Yeah. Where, where the hell is he? He's gonna right. pick me off before I get over there." You know what I mean? Yep. It's like a it's a mental battle you have. With that, well, that's what I, I mean in Halo when I snipe. I take a shot and then move. Yeah. One shot. Yeah, you have and then to. move. You're um, stupid if you don't. Yeah, yeah. 
You really are, because yeah, once you shoot at somebody, you give away your position. Yep. And you know, even if, even if you kill them, they still know where you are. Yeah. If you don't move, and unless you're wicked good, they're probably gonna kill you. Right. But. Especially in Halo, because they have that tracer the tra- trail. Yeah. yeah. Of the from the bullet. Is that how it is in Call of Duty? No. no. And plus, when you die, it pans the camera to where they killed you from. Yeah. No, Halo. Call of Duty. It just shows a blip on the radar. I thought Call of Duty did were. the kill cam. Yeah. Oh yeah, it does, doesn't it, Eric? I just never die, so no, I'm just <laughs> I die. Plenty. Eric's never seen the kill cam. My kill death is about one, one to one. That's where that's good though, right? Isn't that no, no? That's pretty average player. Uh, I have like a two seventy. Yeah, Will's was the highest on my list. I quit playing because I wanted to keep it as the highest because all my friends did the same thing, so I quit. Nice. <laughs> oh, Will and I have fun playing. Call Put that on a resume. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Proud of it. You no, can probably but, actually get a job with that because some <laughs> some guy some yeah. bro, bro dude that's hiring you is going to be like, oh, is this wow. that, that's you, great. Is this your KD man? Yeah, KDR. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to keep playing it though. I, this is what happens. Like I won't play it for months, and then I'll play it, and I'll be I'll just play it a ton. Yeah, but I'm trying to not get lost on uh, Mass Effect because I haven't played it in like mm. a week, and I'm like, oh, shit. Don't get lost on Final Fantasy VI either. I'll have that and Assassin's Creed 2 yeah. I had started. This is the yeah. problem I've run into. <laughs> now I want to go 3DS. <laughs> yeah. No, I went this. Well, it's, a, it's also a little foreshadowing. Yeah, we're going to do an episode. Oh, yeah. On something like that. This huh? uh, this past week, I, bu- I bought a bunch of games, too, Did that you? I'll probably never get around to playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have them, though. Yeah. You know? Well, I figured For a rainy day. It's my birthday, yeah. and I wanted to treat myself. Well, like, I, I got Bioshock. I've got sitting around, Alan Wake sitting around. Yeah. You know? One day, I'll get around to it's it. It's just time, you know? Yeah, time. I wish we had more I time don't to sleep. do things. Exactly. That's what it boils See, down to. Exactly. What we got to do is we got to take all your games away from you, Eric, besides those three games that you have to finish. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what I'd do without FIFA. <sighs> no I, Call of Duty, no FIFA. You can't take, you could take Call of Duty from me. Not FIFA, though. I don't take feels. FIFA. Uh, I'll be like losing a, a family member, but for a long time. No cable or Netflix. <laughs> Just Mass Effect, Final Fantasy, and we'll take away all your books so you can't read. <laughs> we'll just take away your Kindle <laughs> yeah, Fire. You've already, you're done. You don't even have to. Um, so the last thing I played was I rented Tiger Woods, uh, the new Tiger Woods PGA 13, out of the Red Box, and that game is awesome. Yeah, I love it. I'm gonna buy it for sure. I think I'm going to get the Masters Edition, which comes with more um, golf courses and some golfers, I think. Is it more expensive? It's 10 bucks more. but yeah, That 10 bucks might go a long way. Yeah, the golf courses are awesome. That's one of the cool things about it. It's got the, the uh, Augusta National, yeah. right, with the, the, that the Masters National, is played on. Which I played on. Did you play that, Corey? Did you play that course? Uh, Yeah, Augusta, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pretty sweet. It has, um, the demo had two, Augusta and... Oh, I don't know. I, did, I, I didn't play the demo. One in... I don't know. Doesn't matter. Beth Page Black? Nope. Wasn't Beth Page. Was it St. Andrews? Mm, I want to say it was. Tory Pines? No. It might have been in Hawaii. Mm. You can't remember. Eh, whatever. Yeah, but I know Corey played the game too, so we can talk about it. Um, The, the controls are really great. Mm-hmm. Very touchy, which is good when you're golfing because right. it is a very touchy game. Yeah. Um, You said the swing's different too from usual, right? Did the I? The swing mechanic. I said that. You said that. Because I had Tiger Woods 09 or Tiger Woods Oh, so it's 10. different. Well, yeah, okay. So it's been a few years since I played last right. one. I heard it is a lot more a lot more touchy, and your momentum 
yes. of the stick determines the power of your shot. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. You, you when you're pulling, you pull a thumbstick back and push it forward. I don't know if that's what they did in eleven. I think so. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Yeah, but where you the when you held it back, right? You, this is the speed. You, the, no, that was your like how far you held it back was your power. Okay. Whereas this one, it's the momentum yeah. that ju- that uh, does the power. I mm-hmm. guess. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly it. And uh, you want to, when you're pulling it back and pushing it forward, you want to make that line as straight as possible. Yeah. Which is very hard. It is Otherwise, really hard to you're going to sl- hook or slice the ball. And they said if, if you play it on higher difficulties, you have to, like, get really good at hooking and slicing. Yeah. Yeah. Which. I believe that. I, God, that would be so hard. The game's hard enough as it is, but I like that it's that hard. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Because it's, I don't want to sit down and be awesome at Tiger no, Woods right away. Absolutely you know? not. Golf's a very hard sport. Yep. I played. I think that the best I finished around at was minus two. That's pretty and good. It was tough to get a minus two. I'll tell you, I got a couple eagles on a par fives, a couple couple nice chippings, but I was getting really into it. Well, the thing, yeah, me too. The thing yeah. I look for in a golf game is just feeling like I'm out on the course yeah. playing some golf. The and graphics are awesome. It does too. a really good job at that. The only thing I will say that bugs me is the texture on the ground. Yeah, uh, especially like if you're in a wooded area, it just looks like a flat. Oh yeah, you know it's just they didn't focus graphics. much on the out of bounds areas. No, and Definitely even not. even like landing in the rough and stuff, it's just it's like flat. I want like mm. more three D ness to yeah. to the textures and stuff, which I I think I mean it's hard to do. Yeah, because um, it takes a lot of power. But I was gonna say there's still graphical limitations to there, it. There really is, but I mean that's a that's a minor complaint, mm-hmm. and yeah, it just really captures the game of golf. And you, you, one of the new fe- features you said is new is the clubhouse. I think it's new. I don't. I didn't play last year's, but right. it sounds really cool. You can like, it's. It reminds me a little bit of FIFA, where you can make a club with your friends. Um, so you form a clubhouse with your friends, and you can compete against each other. And one of you gets crowned as like the clubhouse champion. Mm-hmm. And you can also, I think, you can do tournaments against other clubhouses. Yeah, which would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, and I th- there's. I think you also your clubhouse champion plays against other champions, and you get you know. You're the best clubhouse or whatever. Sure. But, yeah, stuff like that, and it just seems really cool. One thing that pissed me off about this game was you didn't see this because it was a demo. Mm-hmm. I actually had the full version disc, and there's 36 courses on it, I think it was. Wow. But in order to play rounds on, I think 12 of them you could play unlimited rounds on. The other ones you had to get coins. Which oh. you earned. You you can buy, of course, with your Microsoft points. Oh, you can God. buy rounds or... You have to earn coins by playing rounds, and a round was, I want to say, 6,000 for, for the courses. It was 6,000 coins to play one round. After two full 18 rounds of golf, I had 1,200 points, 1,200 coins, and you need 6,000 to play one round. That, that Is that not bullshit? That is bullshit, and I think that right there pushed me over the edge to not buying the Yeah. Game. I mean, I, I was thinking the same thing. I, I like it so much, I'll probably still buy it, but... That, that is just sucks. bullshit. That's stupid. Yeah, and like I said, you can you can go ahead and buy the courses to play unlimited. Oh, sure. Otherwise, you pay six thousand for one round, nine thousand for three rounds, and twelve thousand for what's that? What are we up to? Six rounds. Yeah. You know, I'd almost prefer there wasn't the ability to buy it that you just had to unlock it by playing the game. Yeah. Because when they do it like that, but, but if they, if they're gonna do it like that, they need to make it that it's unlocked unlimited. Right. Yeah. You so it's I mean? not it's not even unlimited once no. you get these coins. No, one round, one round for six thousand okay, coins. Yeah. That is. Oh God. That's, that's over the top. It. That is. Unless I was misunderstanding something, which I don't think I was, because I was even like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. 
You're going to put 36 courses on here and I can only play 12 of them at will? Yeah, if they're going to do that, make the game free and then do that to all the courses. Yeah. That's just, that's bullshit. That is. But that being said, if you can stand that, the game is awesome. Yeah. The game itself. There's a lot to like. Did you try any of the Kinect stuff? No, I didn't. You know what? Um... A, I was pretty lazy. I didn't want to move the table. <laughs> I don't play it. And then the one night Anne-Marie's friend was over when I was playing, so I didn't want to. Yeah. Know. I didn't try the connect, But using the controller was pretty sweet. Yeah. Pretty it's, sweet game. Uh, yeah, because I was wondering how, how accurately the connect. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to try it. I, if you do get the game, right. I'm going to get it. I don't know whether I'm going to get it for PS1. Well, of course he's not going to get it. I'm going to get it for Xbox. Yeah, I won't be buying it. <laughs> You, you I do. I do want to get it for for PS3 though to use the move. I feel like the move would be better, right? Just at least because I have something in my hand. Yeah, and it's more like um like Tiger Woods for the Wii for the Wii, yeah. which you was can, really good. Can you put a club in your hands to play the Connect version, just like a golf club? Yeah, but I would s- smash my TV. Putters <laughs> yeah. throw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. Putting is a bitch. In yeah, that putting game. was really hard. Really hard. I couldn't but, get it. It's cool. Like you got to read the greens and all that stuff, obviously. But and you can do one shot preview mm-hmm. of the green, which, which I, I think, liked. I think that's been in other games, though. Probably, but I like how it's not an unlimited preview. Right. Yeah. And the ask the caddy. I don't know if that's in other games. I didn't use that at all. Yeah, I you, saw you could. Yeah, you can ask the caddy, and uh, it'll direct you exactly where to hit it. So you can adjust everything um, until you do what they tell you to do, like stance, where you aim, what kind of club you use, mm-hmm. uh, a couple other things. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's a really good game, though. I would definitely recommend it if you're into golf. Are there any alternatives? Not really. Not good ones like that. Not that mm-hmm. high quality. Whatever happened to Hot Shots Golf? There's still those type of games floating around. Yeah, I actually think they're. St- I think they're coming Vita? out with a new Hot Shots Golf. I think there's a Vita one. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Mario Golf gone. Uh, I don't know. Still around. I don't know. Don't know. But, I mean, for that, like, high-quality simulation, not, like, right, arcade yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're not going to beat that. Well, it's unfortunate they decided to... Dick you over? Yeah. They really did, didn't they? Wow. I can't believe they got... I can't believe there's not... Unless complaints. I'm misunderstanding. Maybe I'm misunderstanding. I believe you. But I don't think I am. EA. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, that's it. That's what I played, Corey. So it's me. It's on, it's on to you. Me. It's all you. Uh, well, I played Orcs Must Die, as I mentioned, on, on live. Uh, I played the 30-minute demo or whatever. I don't want to judge it too critically because I didn't, again, I only played like 30 minutes of it. But uh, it's kind of a tower defense-y-esque game. Uh, you play, you control your avatar and you run around and you set traps and, and wait, a certain number of waves of enemies come at you. You also have uh, magic spells you can do and weapons that you can use. Um, I don't know. After playing Dungeon Defenders, which is kind of the same exact thing, uh, I think Dungeon Defenders is a hundred times better really? of a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't. Dungeon Defenders see, definitely seem more fleshed out. Um, Orcs Must Die just seemed like a quick, quick and easy game, whereas Dungeon Defenders felt like a full game, but only was only fifteen dollars. Kind of like uh, Torchlight. Right, yeah. You know, in that yeah. sense. Torchlight felt like a complete game. Yeah, absolutely. Even though it was only like 20 bucks or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily recommend that, although it, it's critically acclaimed um, and the sequel's coming out. So I would recommend, if you're interested, just wait for the sequel. 
I don't know. The guy I was, he had a bow and I could shoot the enemies or hit him with a sword, which is fine. Um, I don't know what kind of, if there's different weapons or anything. I didn't get that far in the game. Again, like I said, I didn't play it very much, so I can't judge it too much. Uh, but I did play a lot of Closure, which Eric played as well on the PS3. Um, I, I like it a lot. I've, I've really been into puzzle platform games because uh, they're quick and easy. You know, you, There's not too much involved in it, yeah. and uh, it's rewarding for me. You know, I'll play a game like Kingdoms of Amalur and Skyrim or whatever, and I'll be playing it for a while. And eventually, I've said this before, I'll get to that point where I'm just like, why am I playing, still playing this? You know, yeah. like, I'm not getting much out of it. Um, at least with this one, like, it makes me feel smart when I solve a puzzle, mm-hmm. which some of them are really, really hard. Uh, I guess to describe it, it's black and white only. And you play this creature who goes to, there's three different worlds and 24 levels in each world. And each time you go to a new world, you transform into a new creature. Hmm. And uh, the game does a lot with light. So when something isn't lit up, it basically doesn't exist, and it's just black. So there's these orbs that you can carry around, um, light orbs that you can carry around to explore the level and whatnot. But sometimes you need to put them down and jump from one lighted spot to another lighted spot. Um, If there's no light beneath you, you'll just fall through the map and you'll die. So it's cool in that sense. A couple things I didn't like about it, it stresses me out. Just the atmosphere and the music and everything. It's not like like Braid that's an enjoyable experience, you know, because it's got that soothing music and bright colors. And this is just black and white, and the music it plays is stressful and, like, high tempo and kind of creepy. So that kind of bugged me. When I sit down and play a a puzzle platform, I don't want to be annoyed by the environment of the game which it kind of did a little bit and the only other problem i had with it um i want in in the like i said the puzzles are really difficult but at times the platforming aspect of it can be really frustrating which sucks because you'll have the puzzle part of it figured out which i don't know i i could see why they would make the platforming part of it hard too but you'll figure out the puzzle part of it and you just keep screwing up the platforming part of it like you'll miss a jump and you're like this is so stupid like so it's a control problem it's not necessarily a control problem. It's just they wanted to make the platforming aspect of it difficult as well as the puzzle part of it. Right. So they'll make a really difficult jump that you need to make. And if you don't make it, then you have to start the puzzle part of it all over again. And it's like, I have this thing figured out. I just can't make that stupid jump. And uh, I don't know. I guess if, if you're into the platforming part of it. I don't know. I'm, I'm playing it for the puzzle part of it. And that's just one thing that bothered me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the puzzles are really creative. And I always wondered how they come up with these things. I'm sure there's a design process for coming up with yeah. puzzles but I, i'd be interested to know what it is because some of it's just crazy how they come up with this stuff mm-hmm. just smart people i guess yeah but it's a lot of fun what'd you think eric uh it's not for me but i knew you were gonna like it yeah i could see why you would like it or anybody would like it it's just i don't think that way mm-hmm. puzzle games piss me off like yeah. i i played the first couple levels or whatever mm-hmm and I got to a point where I was just getting pissed off, so yeah. I was like, eh. <laughs> it's enough. Yep. Yeah, but I knew you were gonna like it. It's it's a cool game. It's just not for me. Yeah, it's one of those. It's it's kind of hard to explain. It's one of those you got you got to <clears throat> see it to understand it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a puzzle platformer. Very very basic. Uh, Fifteen bucks, I think. Yeah. On PS3 is it on Xbox? I don't, I don't know. think it is. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. PSN exclusive. Yeah. But yeah, if you're into puzzle platformers, I would say go for it because yeah. it's one of the better ones to go come out in a while. But not as good as, as I mentioned, a game like Braid or um, even Limbo for that matter because even Limbo had a. Limbo was amazing. Uh, soothing aspect to it, you know? Yeah. 
The only uh, I played a lot of games a little bit. I played I'm um, getting into Front Mission Three, which is a PS One classic game. Uh, this is Square Enix. I think it's the next game to come out after Final Fantasy Tactics, and it's uh, it's a um, tactical RPG just like that with the grid on the map, except it's mechs mm-hmm. rather than like a fantasy setting. It's a futuristic Japanese mech setting. Um, I probably only played an hour or two, only did a couple battles. And those, well, more than a couple, but those first few battles in those kind of games are very basic. You don't get into the the nitty gritty details of it. Um, but yeah, it's fun. You have two weapons. You have a well, you can have more than two, but at this point, I only have two. You have a a distant attack, and each each mech um, is controlled by a character, and each uh, character only has a certain certain number of attacks. Um, the main character has like a shotgun blast that he can use, or he can do a melee attack. Another character I have can shoot a missile really far across the map. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun. I, I hate the the main character in the game, which might end up being a problem. He's just a whiny baby, mm-hmm. really. Um, but yeah, I'll have a, a fuller report on that next week because I plan on playing that a little bit. Yep. Um, and, and I'm also going to get uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, so I'll be able to talk about that next week too. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Don't you hate when you don't like the main character? It's so frustrating because he's such a whiny baby. He's like... Yeah. Because they did something, they helped some people out, and he's like, they didn't thank us. This is ridiculous. And all he's doing throughout the whole game is just, like, yelling at people mm-hmm. and just there's nothing to like about him. I don't I don't get it. Maybe he's going to have a, a change of heart. Well, that's the other thing. It's Front Mission 3, which means there's Front Mission 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. I don't so know if it's the same character. Yeah, maybe I missed out some stuff. Um, they, they reference a lot of character relationships that I don't don't know about because it's my first game. So. Right. But it is a popular game, and I love Final Fantasy Tactics. So, and so far, so good in, in terms of the tactical gameplay mm-hmm. aspect of it. And yeah, I also played a little bit of Sins of, of a Solar Empire, which is a strategic uh, space sim. Yeah, love which is, those. Which is cool. I played it a long time ago, and I had forgot that I had played it a long time ago until I started playing it recently. But I only played one mission, so I don't have much to say about that either. Pretty sweet, though. Yeah. Because I've been, I need to get a strategy. Oh no, I'm gonna get Civ Five when I get a strategy game. I, re- I really had a hankering to play Age of Empires. We should do that again sometime. Yeah, and yeah. It's a good Rise idea. of Nations or something. It's a good idea. I love those games. Me too. They don't make strategy real time strategy games like that. They don't. They don't anymore. at all. Oh, you know what else I played? Mm-hmm. Roller Coaster Tycoon Three Platinum. Mm-hmm. Nice. Had a lot of fun with it. I dropped an elephant into my theme park just out of the blue, and it started. Rampaging, rampaging, scaring Sweet. all the people. But what you can do is you go up into a helicopter and you got to shoot it with a trank dart. <laughs> Don't tell Peter. So I, but I, I well, I uh, before I dropped the elephant, I also dropped a gazelle in my theme park. But that was okay. Like yeah, the gazelle just run away from people. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, wasn't a, wasn't a big deal. So once I got up in the helicopter, I shot down the elephant and I was trying to shoot the gazelle. Oh man, it's a lot harder to shoot than quick the, little bastards. Yeah, they are. But uh, I couldn't figure out how to exit the shooting the trank shooting from the helicopter so I you just crash it no oh. I, well you don't fly the helicopter you just shoot the gun from oh. it. but i couldn't figure out how to escape it <laughs> so that's when i stopped playing the game oh there you go <laughs> i built a pool but i couldn't figure out how to get anybody into it <laughs> so. that sounds like a sweet theme park i just didn't have the patience to do any of the tutorials yeah in those kind of games those tutorials can yeah take quite can, a while can make or break your your yeah. playing experience too. Yeah. Well, that's how I felt about Sins of a Solar Empire. There was a lot of tutorials for that, and I just, I just didn't feel like sitting through them. No patience. No. That's how I am too. Not I just want to get in the game and figure it out myself. Yeah. But then you miss out on a lot of good tricks, right? 
So. And it's unfortunate because they say, you know, it's not good game design if you need to do tutorials and stuff. But it's like right. some of the more complex games like strategy games yeah. and building sims are, you know. You yeah, need it's necessary. It is necessary. Yep. Okay. Is that everything? That's yeah. everything. All right. Well, uh, I don't think there's anything else I wanted to add. I like to add Go Sabres. Go Sabres. Hall yeah. of a win tonight yeah, for we're, the boys. We're getting into playoff hockey here, so I mean, it's one of my more favorite times of the year. And we may have Rangers versus Sabres if, if we get a lucky break here for my, my team. We might not end up having an episode that <laughs> week or week and a half. We could, just Eric or I probably wouldn't show up or, or wouldn't speak to each other during the episode. It's more Will than you, Corey. Yeah, that's true. Will talks a little what more What team are we talking about again? Oh, but I don't know who you were talking about. I'm kind of confused. I don't know. The eighth place seed. The eighth, oh, Washington. Eighth seed. Yeah, or Florida. Couple of dicks. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. One of those two. I hope the Rangers lose, no matter who they're playing. <laughs> I'm even going to root for Pittsburgh over the Rangers. Oh, really? that's low. Yeah, well, Dan, I mean, this is the <laughs> bullshit that I get from these guys. <laughs> yeah, but you can't root for the team that Sidney Crosby plays I for. I have to. Oh. I rooted for the Patriots against the Giants. That's true. Man. Yeah, but look where that got you. For the same reason. <laughs> not because of you. As well as bad as uh, the He's giant lovers? Not quite. Oh, no. yeah, right. What? No. Because I know he doesn't really mean it yeah. like they do. Yeah. He's just trying to give you a hard time. Did I tell you the first thing Anne-Marie's brother said to me when he got home from Afghanistan? How about them Giants? He goes, ah, just, no, that would have been fine. Yeah. He goes, just got done watching a video about that wide right kick. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Just in case I had forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Thanks for that. I forgot, too. First what thing. A, what a troll. Yeah. Get him in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Have him arrested. There you go. Be facing some. Have him arrested for a misdemeanor. Some fines. <laughs> so. All right. Well, that'll do it for our Pokemon episode of the Thumbstick Athletes <laughs> podcast. Uh, be sure if you're going to be ordering things from Amazon, remember to use our link on our on our website. Um, you know, follow us on Twitter at TS Athletes, and our Facebook is Facebook.com/slash/ThumbstickAthletes. Our website is ThumbstickAthletes.com. You can follow the the our um, RSS. No, Stitcher. Yeah, Stitcher's listen. You can important. listen to us on Stitcher. Yeah, give us a thumbs up. Yeah, uh, favor. Yeah, favorite us. Is that you how you can do favorite it? Favorite us. Yeah, you press the little on star Stitcher. on the iPhone app anyway. Right. Um, but that goes. Well, that helps us. Yeah. And um, if you don't like us, just stop listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or keep downloading it and don't yeah. listen. Yeah. We appreciate that too. <laughs> that works. So yeah, that'll do it for episode thirty-seven. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three.